I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I, I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. Over two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, you're hungry, you're poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it and it fucking pisses me off this isn't our fucking neighborhood it's a battlefield
Good motherfucking evening, everyone. How's everybody doing tonight? Thank you all very much for turning, tuning, turning in, <laughs> tuning in to another episode of the motherfucking Eagles Nest. It's me, John Fashcroft, and with me as usual is our boy Akila the Eagle. How are you doing, brother? Rachel, greetings, John. How's everybody? What's up, chat? Uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm actually doing better than I have in a while, man. And guys, joining us tonight, we got a very special guest, someone I'm super, super excited to talk to, man. The great, the one and only, Dark Enlightenment. How are you, brother? Thanks for being here. That is entirely too generous an introduction. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm a big fan of the program. Shout out to Gordon at Americana.org. He's my boy. Um, you guys do a great job, and I really enjoy your program. So it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much, brother. I really, it's like I was telling you before uh, we come on the show, it's really crazy for me to hear that from someone like you because I've loved your work for years, man. Uh, before I ever even thought about, well, I guess that's not really true. I've always thought about picking up a microphone. I've told the story before. I've always been fascinated with talk radio. But even before I ever thought I would ever actually have a show, I've been a huge fan of the, of the work and shit that you do, man. So it's crazy to hear someone. I never thought anybody would give a fuck. What some yokel electrician <laughs> from Oklahoma had to say, you know? What I mean? <laughs> well, actually, so, yeah. I mean, like, like, to, 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 you know, we we was talking earlier. It is precisely the sorts of guys like you, right? You know, and to talk about talk radio here for a second, because I also loved talk radio as a kid, like growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is that it's guys like you that listen to talk radio. It's guys like you that call in to talk radio. It's guys like you that are sitting in the truck for 90 minutes every day going to and from the job site uh, that make up, you know, the, the people who actually make this country run. And I I would damn sure rather be interested in what a bunch of ordinary people have to say than, uh, you know, some fucking talking head from, from New York like Sean Hannity who's, who's basically just a, a blow-dried hair and teeth personified yeah. right like he's literally an empty suit and you know i've been on some job sites guys guys on job sites talk like you they don't talk like sean hannity you know he he, he pretends to be working class. oh i did construction in college yeah no he did yeah right okay, <laughs> buddy. yeah right oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're a real hey, man of the people he probably did he was probably that little faggot that walks around with the inspector huh and just like fucking nitpicks everybody's work and he's never done a fucking day of work in his real life <laughs> he was like training to be yeah. a job site inspector <laughs> so, yeah, right but like a little prick yeah, but but he he never right and and the whole point of that stuff right is like i know right now right now that if you were given a chance to do drive time talk radio in Eastern Oklahoma for two hours from four to six in the afternoons, you would be the number one show inside six months. No bullshit. It would be the John Fashcroft and Akila show, you know, your angry drive from four to five with, you know, <laughs> with John and Aquila talking, you know, spitting truth on 50,000, you know, flamethrowing AM attitude, telling the yeah. truth about the, about the, yeah, you know, <laughs> telling yeah. the truth about the red man, the black man, the white man. And, you know, like that, that would be immensely popular in Oklahoma. But the whole point of what, of our media today and the whole apparatus is to prevent guys like you from any kind of political self-actualization. And there's all kinds of ways that they do it. And I focus on one particular way of, of how our cities are built and all that kind of stuff. And I can get into that later. But, you know, the reason things are the way they are isn't because, 
oh, it just worked out that way. It's because Jews use Negroes as a biological weapon against us to prevent us from organizing. Yeah. And, you, and, you... Go ahead. And so that that's that's the truth, man. I mean, I. So you know, if we were you know, oh, for capitalism, free market, blah blah, bull, man. Because if John Fashcroft was on, you know, the drive time or AM or whatever, yeah. you know, getting to the you know job site radio with John Fashcroft. Yeah, we know that's true too. Because wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, was it Fascination or the Showa that was like number it was one? <laughs> it was like number yeah, one on it. iTunes for fucking like months in a row. <laughs> yeah, it was number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was number one on political shows. Well, and Once it's always time. like it's every time I get to go in because like I've told everybody before and like uh guys who have met me in real life in this thing could probably vouch for this, man. Like I am the same guy in person. I'm this I'm this same dude. I'm still although my real name isn't John Fashcroft, I'm still like John Fashcroft on the job site. And you can see like the uh the weight come off of guys' shoulders when I fucking start in. You know what I mean? When somebody starts in with some shit, and I'm like, no, fuck that. Niggers can't be on the job because they do shit like this. You know what I mean? You can hear, you see everybody just kind of deflate like, God damn, thanks to God, someone fucking said it. Because most of these guys are too worried about getting, like me, dude, I am very secure in my job and very secure in my trade. I'm damn good at what I do, and my company loves me. So, like, I know I'm not going to get fired, right? At worst, they're just not going to send me back to that job site. You know what I mean? Like, that's the worst fucking thing that's going to happen to me. Is they're gonna be like, all right, right John can't well, go back over there because he's fucking pissed off all of the Mexicans and they're gonna kill him if he goes back over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, but you and I were talking on like to, to just to just you know people like the, the small brain, you know, like the bell curve meme with this the supposedly dumb guy and then the insufferable midwit. You know, yeah, the, the nerd to retard tape. horseshoe. Right. It, well, okay, but here's the thing. Like, so everyone you knows you're a smart right? Now. right? Um. And you and I were talking about this beforehand, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you pop open a box and nothing's labeled properly, and the you know the color coding isn't right, and it's all a jumble, and nothing's like neat, and nothing's the way it's supposed to be, and nothing was like you know, right? That's like that's chaos. That might kill somebody, right? You mess with the wrong wire in there, you touch the wrong thing. When we're talking like commercial levels of voltage, you know, you're gonna get blown out of your boots. And you're gonna have a heart attack, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't need to tell you this, but no, but you're getting listeners. But you're damn right, and, and that is why. And, and I've said this shit before, man. That is why non-whites just cannot be electricians. There, there is uh, uh, an aspect to electrician work, to electrical work that is there isn't in any other trade. And I'm not trying to take shots at any other trade, guys. I love my fellow tradesmen. I love my plumbers. I love my HVAC guys. Uh, and the HVAC guys actually get into a little bit of this, but most of their shit is low-voltage shit. You know what I mean? Um, we usually run all their uh, line voltage for them, uh, and they just hook up their side of it, their supply side of it, or whatever they call it, their low-voltage shit. But anyhow, there is uh, a level of competence and, like, um, uh following directions right if that makes sense like uh for instance like uh you, you're never going to get a nigger or a mexican to be able to fucking successfully follow a ladder diagram on how to hook up right commercial electric you're never going to be able to do that you're never going to get niggers to understand like 
the fact that, you know, um, electricity is 180 degrees out of phase and those phases swap uh, 60 times a second, right? And, and that's what the hertz are. That's what 60 hertz means. And that fucking the polarity reverse, reversing is why alternating current works, right? Because it's, it's constantly going in and out. It's, it's, there's electricity leaving from the source and coming back to it on that wire. You're never going to get niggers to understand electrical theory, Right, and that's why they can't do it. They don't get it. All they can do, the best you're ever going to get a nigger to be able to do is, you can uh, Pavlovian, right? Does that make sense? You can you can teach them how to do electrical work in a Pavlovian sense, right? Like through repetition and like giving them rewards, right? You well, understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the yeah, only yeah. way. You're you're never going to put. They don't understand. Go ahead. They don't understand it. And right. so, like what what you're doing, and here's why trades, guys. Here's why you see a huge number of like. Our thing is either like trades guys or like frustrated college professors who shouldn't, who should be like teaching at universities or doing big think tanks, that kind of stuff, right? Like that, like those are our two guys, right? And mm -hmm. fundamentally, what, like what you're doing in the trades is you're taking, you're literally harnessing lightning, like, like, like you're doing some zoo shit, man. Like you're taking lightning and channeling it and molding it and con like not containing it, like, but like, because you can't, it's like a, you can't, right? Yeah. But you can, what you you're can doing, only harness it and route it, and that's what we're doing, and it's but, fascinating, right? But every one of our trades, guys, right? You're taking order, or you're taking total chaos. The world is total chaos, right? And you're imposing order on it from the from like digging a like everything from digging a foundation to you know putting the last thing on something, you know, putting the very you know putting the and, and the the last like. uh what like the, the lightning lightning uh thunder thing <laughs> the thing on the top of the building that, that you know lightning rod yes the, the lightning rod, rod. Yeah, from, yeah. from 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 the foundation yeah. to the lightning rod like yep. every one of you guys who's working on that you're imposing order on chaos okay what you're doing is you is you're taking something that wasn't there and you're building something with it and and what tolkien called sub creation you're doing you're doing on a small scale what God did when he made the world, right? You're, you're taking this nothing and putting something there through your own intellect and your own will and your hands. And that's freaking cool, man. That it's is amazing, man. Yeah, it's phenomenology, right? Applied phenomenology, intentionality. Right. right? And, and so, standards. But because you're doing that, okay, and because you, you're taking this chaos or this, this nothing, maybe not chaos necessarily, nature isn't necessarily chaotic, but Electro, well, I don't know, man, not to cut you off, brother, but dude, I, I really like that analogy because anybody who's ever worked with electricity and, and had something go wrong with electricity knows just how chaotic it is. Electricity is very erratic, right? It, it, yeah. will take the, it will take the path of least resistance, and sometimes it's not what you think, right? Electricity does weird fucking shit, and, and, and a lot of times it doesn't behave the way you think it will in certain situations. Like, for instance, do you, do you know how they uh, send out radio signals, like for your FM, AM radio? Have you ever heard of this? Oh, yeah. yeah so, I, 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 yeah, I've worked on a couple radio towers, and what they do is they send fucking 240 volts from the bottom and the top of those radio <clears throat> uh, towers through a copper line, and they smash a signal with it, and that's what shoots the radio signals out to the receptors. They, they literally call it black magic. It's not supposed to work like that. In theory, that should blow up, right? When you send 240 volts to the top and the bottom of, of, of a solid piece 
of conductor, for lack of a better term. It's this huge copper core. And I think everybody should go look this up and just read about it because it's fucking fascinating. When we talked to that guy, I could not believe what that dude was telling me. And it's just one of those things where you're taking this incredibly chaotic fucking situation that should not work and imposing that order on it and sending it out in this uniform way. Uh, yeah, the way we have figured out to, to run uh, radio is fucking amazing. Let me get to these. We've got a lot of uh, people have donated, so I want to say that. I haven't even said hello well, to that just, yet. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. One, one last quick thing, and this is, yeah. this is why guys like you and trade guys are so important, right? When you do that, right, when you have, like, oh, the, the Mexican is like, oh, man, it's good enough. You know, like, everything's in, it works. Like, but what about somebody who's got to open back up, right? And and nothing's labeled properly, and you don't know what's to what, and the runs are bad, or the, the runs are all jumbled, and all that stuff. Like, oh, it's good enough. Well, it's good enough for you right now, but what if you got someone else, some, some other poor dude's got to fix it, and he opens it up, and he gets shocked. And, uh, you know, I've opened up some boxes and just broken into a cold sweat, because I'm like, I do not want to fuck with this. Or how about, you know, how about ones when you open the box and the fucking wire nuts fall out of the... They didn't even tighten the wire nut up correctly, and the wire nut just falls off, and you're like, oh, that's Never cool. had that happen. Yeah, that's Never fucking that. cool. That's a re- Especially when you're working on, like, 277-volt, like, commercial lighting, you're like, oh, that was real fucking cool, guys. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, but why this is so important, right, is, um, you know, I, I'm a big brain dude. I don't mind, you know, I'm a nerd. Call me whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, the trades, guys, you cannot lie. You cannot lie. Either it's straight or it's not. Either the foundation's going to hold or it's not. Either, you know, it's plumb and level or it's not. So you can't lie to yourself. And no, that's, that's the, thing, that's the, the yeah. thing about our society and Jews and all this other stuff, right? Is the fundamental thing is they lie to themselves mostly. Yeah, yeah. that's a right, big right. Deal right. So right there, the, yeah. the midwit, the midwit guy, the, the the guy who's like, oh, all races are equal and everyone's a human race and men and women are the same. I mean, yeah, he lies to everyone else, but fundamentally, he lies to himself. One hundred fucking percent, dude. And trades guys cannot lie to themselves, or they will die, or they'll kill one of their coworkers. Or, or or fucking or some innocent bastard that they don't even know, right? Some so yeah. think like think so. I got a story. I have a perfect example of what you're talking about, uh, dark enlightenment. So I was rewiring a massive. I mean, this complex was massive. It was actually two apartment buildings managed by the same property manager, and they shared a huge fucking uh, parking lot, right? Uh. They shared a parking lot and a swimming pool, as a matter of fact. But they were two... The buildings had two separate names, right? Does that make sense? They were two separate properties, but on the same yeah, yeah, property. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't really fucking matter. Anyhow, I was in one of the buildings, and the maintenance man calls me. And he goes, John. I He's like, are you on site? And I'm like, yeah, of course I'm on site. Been here for almost fucking two years, dude. Where else am I going to be? Uh, he's like, I need you to come over here to the other building as soon as you can. I just got electrocuted by the oven. I was like, dude, no, you didn't. He was like, dude, I just got electrocuted by the oven. And my coworker, who was actually like technically my boss at the time, this guy had been doing electrical work longer than me, was the guy who had hooked, finished out that apartment. I was like, dude, you didn't get shot. Here I come. So I take off over there, and uh, I get up there, and I'm like, what's up, dude? What's going on? He was like, man, I was down there, and I tried to pull that oven out, and it shocked the piss out of me. And this apartment had carpet in the living rooms and bedrooms and tile floor in the kitchens and bathrooms right 
So I was like, man, you just, it was static. He was like, man, it wasn't fucking static. And I walked up and I was like, look, dude. And I put my back of my hand on the oven. I was like, look, dude, look. And I'm tapping it. Nothing's happening, bro. It was fucking static. He was like, no, it fucking wasn't, dude. I'm telling you. I was like, well, what the fuck were you doing, dude? And he was like, I was down there on the, he was down on one knee fucking with this cabinet door, trying to put this cabinet door back on. And he put his hand on the oven to stand up. So he had a knee on the ground, right, which grounded him. What had happened was we used stranded wire on those ovens. And when my boss had tightened down the stranded wire, one of the strands had come out. And when he tightened, when he screwed the actual oven receptacle onto the metal box, one of those strands pinched between the yoke and the metal box, and it energized that entire fucking thing. The, the, um, the, it was one of the strands from the neutral, excuse me, just to, so you guys know. If it would have been a hot, it would have tripped because it would have been a ground fault. But your neutral is a grounded conductor. It's a grounded conductor that actually carries current through it. So anyhow, a, a, a little bitty strand, one tiny, like, 24-gauge fucking strand got stuck between the yoke of that receptacle and that metal box, and it energized the entire frame of that fucking oven. So he was getting the neutral side of a 240-volt load when he got hit by that, all off one little fucking mistake off of a strand, just not paying attention. It's that fucking easy to kill somebody. You know what I mean? It's that fucking easy to kill somebody doing this shit if you're not paying attention. Yeah, this is white man business for that reason. And even we're susceptible to making mistakes, um, you know, things like sequencing, building sequences, uh, even just the ideas of quality control, right? There's reasons why Germans and, and Japanese, you know, and Italians build the best cars, right? Um, and like, I'm a trainer. and In my industry, people rip people off. They lie. Like, it's crazy Jewish. So if you really, really want to do a good job as a trainer, you have to be in touch with objective truth to be able to set objective standards for other people so that they can respond to them and adjust over time, right? So they have subjective experience and the objective standards need to become their subjective experience. So this is the white world, right? We set standards and we create culture, civilization, and beautiful things based off the, this type of sequencing that we're able to, to form. This is Aryan cognition, ultimately, and this is how we interact right, with the world. Right, it's what Michael, Michael Jones calls logos, right? Like we're in touch logos, with truth. Exactly. And so, yeah. and, and fundamentally, right? Like, can, hey, uh, D, uh, uh, yeah, D go ahead, go ahead. can you break? No, can you break down the idea of logos for the chat? And, and for me too, not to not to front and act like it's only for the chat, but for retards like me and and the okay. rest of the guys in the chat who don't really under. I got an idea of what it is, but I don't really know for sure. You know. What All I mean? right. So, so the but, yeah. before you get into it, I tried to cut you off, E, but like I I, I was actually in Doctor Jones's Telegram chat earlier like arguing this and it has to do with truth and the jq and what jews do in our space so the reason that it's really important to press somebody like dr jones is because race religion is downstream from race and he refuses to believe this right so yeah this well, is he, a, he does and and, and, yeah. and i can prove it very easily yeah. okay sorry just sorry to cut you off bud, but a little context there okay yeah so um the mexicans have been catholic for 500 years and they have given us Our Lady of Guadalupe tattoos and candles. <laughs> and the Greeks, were <laughs> the Greeks were Catholic for 500 years, and they gave us the Church Fathers and the Bible. Right? right. right. <laughs> okay. So understand that what Logos is, it's, it's, it's the word from the beginning of the Gospel of John. 
in the beginning was the word. And so logos is the word. Now, like when you see word, like it's a capital W, it's like a truth as a concept, right? Yeah, it's a verb, More, right? Right, right. Yeah. Capital yeah. T truth, like the yeah. word, like the truth. And it's it's the the when God, you know, say you breathe on the universe, right? The word he used, like that's that's what the word means is this this concept of I haven't read Dr. Jones's book about uh, logos yet, so I you know I might be screwing it up too. But what you know, in order for in order for you to like participate in the truth of like correctly doing things like building a square, you know, building a beautiful building or writing a beautiful poem or whatever, you have to be in touch with the capital T truth and then you take your little piece of it and you you try and echo that back to the universe. Right? If that makes sense. Yep, 100 percent All right. That's okay. Right. But right. but Jews, when they rejected God and embraced lying as a metaphysical strategy, right? They just lie. That's all they do. They lie. They lie. They steal. They find they find like I was just listening to something today, like back in the 90s, right? Or early 2000s, like three Jews had the pork belly market cornered in Chicago. Uh, the the futures market where all the all the um, commodities trading happened, uh, like the bacon <laughs> bacon market was controlled by three Jews by finding the one point of weakness with it, which was the cold storage, and they controlled the cold storage between the three of them, and they controlled the bacon market <laughs> by control right. So they find this one weak spot, this one thing, and then they lie about it, like oh we're not trying to just control this whole thing for our own greed and profit and all this other stuff for taking advantage of people and not telling the truth or not working or anything else like that. You know we're we're just traders, like we're just doing this, we're just doing that. Like, no, 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 you're scum, and you're trying to like screw over people and for your own ethnic and personal advantage, and you hate everyone else in the world because you, uh, you know, you're, you're the children of Satan, right? Like, <laughs> fundamentally, that's what it's all about. And Doctor Jones is right about them. So about that, he's wrong about almost everything else, but like in terms of race and other things. But like, so the logos, right? So like, the truth. Look at like. Roman buildings, Greek buildings from 2,500 years ago. Look at Greek philosophy, Roman engineering from before they were Christian. It's beautiful. It's perfect. It's what it's, you know. Yeah. Look at the Aztec Aztec stuff. Looks like like demon shit. Like how did how did these people who didn't even have the wheel build that stuff? I'll tell you, demons, man. <laughs> I'll I'll straight, straight up. up. Straight the fuck up, yeah. <laughs> like there was yeah. No, there was no like truth there. That was like that was like demon powered hell civilization. <laughs> well, I mean, think I've even I've even made that. Uh, I don't know what I, I've talked about shit like this before. Like imagine being a, a, a European Christian set out to to go explore the new world, and that's what you see: a fucking bone in nose, like fucking headdress wearing, like blood soaked, fucking Aztec. You know? Oh. Did we? Oh no! What? Johnny and Rand, our streams are down. Oh no! Uh, did we? Did we use naughty word? No, no, I don't think there is a naughty word. Uh, Post TV won't work for me, Pagan Bear. I've tried. I can't get it to work for me. So is D Live working, guys? D Live should be up. Hold on, just a second, guys. Sorry, man. Let me. Try to figure out what's going on here. 
It's uh motherfucker. Are we up on D Live? Okay, yeah, we're up on D Live. Anybody who's listening, you can go to D Live and watch. And we can chat here in uh Odyssey if it's acting like a pain in the ass. Uh it is up and running just fine on D Live. You just can't chat over there. You can just watch it. But you can watch it on D Live and pop out chat on <laughs> the Isn't that convenient? Isn't that a real convenient and easy way to fucking watch the show? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like again, and this is right, like if if we were just allowed to use things, right? Like so what? You know, I have, I occasionally have used the power word in. Why shouldn't I be able to use YouTube? Bro, it's not even about text? that. It's not even about that. So check this out, uh DE. When I got banned, when my chat actually got banned, so DLive will still allow my physical show to be broadcast on their platform, right? Uh, but my no one can chat, right, in my chat. My chat room has been disabled for a violation of community guidelines. They did that after a fucking Bible study, bro. I never said nigger, faggot, kike, beaner, spick, anything like that. Like, you can go back and listen to my shows from DLive, and I would say, like, toads and find jewish people and things like that you know what i mean to try to not get banned and they ended up when they gave me my last fucking strike or whatever when they finally took my chat off and, and gave me the ban they took my partnership away i was a partner on d live they took that away and banned my chat it was after a sunday fucking bible study dude so after that after that happened i just told myself never again will i censor myself because that that, that let me know that it's not about how, what it's about I'm you personally yeah, it's not about, you know, it's, what it's, I'm it's saying. It's because you're telling the truth. Yeah, it's because you're in it. touch with logos. And so, right, like, when you, you know, we got these this huge group of, frankly, politically, financially, socially oppressed people in America, which is the working class white man. You know, uh, you know, it, it, Google has come up with AI and uh, you know, their AI says just hire white dudes when it comes to like computer engineering, right? Because that's 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 who invented computers, that's who invented the internet. You would, you know, like wait a minute, Sir Tim Berners Lee, the guy who invented the internet, English dude, uh, the dude who invented the, you know, Hewlett and Packard were both white dudes. They <laughs> Babbage, the guy who invented the, like this is this is all white men. So why why are you expecting? Why wouldn't you expect white men to be the best at this? They they literally invented everything about it that that works. It's it's you know it goes back to Aristotelian logic. It's just this this application, extreme application of Aristotelian thinking, um, in computing. Yeah, I like Why? to um, I like to use sort of a metaphor in this context. Like the white man is is like a light, like a shining light in the world, right? And everywhere we go, we illuminate things for ourselves and for other people. And we leave in our wake as, as, we, as we go away, you know, we move, right? It's like a scouting party. And behind us, darkness fills the space that the light shone into previously. And other races, like, live in that darkness and live in that space. Um, and Jews, like, particularly they, they want to be in our scouting party and then they operate in the darkness that we leave when the light passes through. That's a yeah. great way to say things. 
All right, guys, real quick, well, we got a, a break real fast. I'm going to read off these uh, these donations real fast, and then we'll get back into it. Uh, we got Chain Reaction says, Hail, brothers and sisters. Don't forget to like and boost via support button and support our guys so we don't lose them like Murdoch Murdoch. Man, that sucks, man. I wish some. I wish there was a way I could get a hold of Murdoch Murdoch, man. Uh, dude, their work was invaluable. Their dude, shit is so good, man. It, it is. I I will not lie. I legitimately a couple times, you know, during the run, I teared up. Dude, like I'm sitting here watching, you know, some of this stuff, and and just like tears running down my cheeks. If that and, if the Wanderer's Choice doesn't hit you in your fucking heart, you're a soulless bastard. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, and, you are and, a soulless much, fuck, dude. <laughs> well, well, okay, and 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 I and you can tell that I care about it, right? Like that I miss it still. And you don't want to talk about like talent and storytelling and you know something that's wonderful and real true capital A art. Dude, yeah. That right there. And, and you, you tell me it's not better than, you know, like it, they're the true heirs to Walt Disney, not these uh, you know, it's weirdo um like Disney Plus, you know, pedophiles bullshit. You know, like what, what could you imagine what Murdoch would do with five hundred thousand dollars? Not, we're not talking you know, huge piles of money. We're talking we're talking like a reasonably fair ch- shake. Yeah. Could you even imagine? Yeah, if they got a shot at like Adult Swim. I mean, dude, they would blow fucking shit like Adult or what was it, Robot Chicken and all that gay shit. They would blow that shit the fuck out of the water, dude. If they actually got a chance to put an episode of Murdoch Murdoch onto a, a major television channel like that, it would fucking... Skyrocket, look, dude. Look at what Sam some, Hyde was able to do with the one season he got. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Yeah, it, it has to do with Lobos. Right? Because, and, and, uh, so. So, real quick, so the idea of Logos is like tapping into the frequency, right? Tapping into the frequency of the truth, right? And projecting that outward, basically. It's yes. kind of what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. That's right. right Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I've been e. I've been playing with that concept for a while with some. With I've some heard you say it before. That, yeah. No, I've yeah, heard you yeah. talk about it before, and I've like I said, I had a, a fair idea of what it was, but I, I wasn't like solid on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So another way that I like to try to frame logos and our relative to our movement is that it's like a wave, and you have to catch the edge of the wave, and you ride the truth. It's the that's the Kali Yuga. It's like. You're you're right there, and you're trying to stay on it. And I think that there's been times, moments where our movement is there, and mo- and times where it's kind of like not there, uh, or you f- and you sort of feel it. It kind of ebbs and flows. Um, and I, I I I just I really implore everybody to try and like get in touch with those concepts within themselves because it leads you down a very bright path. Yeah. So I'm just gonna steal a definition from from Wikipedia here real quick. So um. Frequently translated some variation of logic or reasoning, but originally referred to the actual content of a speech or how it was organized. Today, many people discuss the logos qualities of text to refer to the strong, how strong the logic reasoning of the, of the text is, but logos more closely refers to the structure and content of the text itself. And this resource, logos means text. So what it really means, right, is what Dr. Jones says, logos, the ultimate structure of reality within the gospel the opening of the gospel of john which is the, the theological gospel the one that gives us the most information about who god is not what he did um what it means is 
the structure of reality as imposed by God. Right on. Right. Yeah. So so there's a logos to electrical stuff. It's the order. Yeah, it's the right. order. It's the order it's the right. order of the universe. And and for any particular thing that you're doing, right? If you're doing it right, there's a logos to it. And there's a I grew up in a place where it was kind of dependent on bush planes. And these old bush pilots had this saying that uh, if it looks right, it'll fly right. Right? So you, you can look at um like all the airplanes, all the fighter aircraft from World War II, right? Spitfire, the ME 109, the Japanese Zero, uh, the Grumman Wildcat for the United States. Um, they're all beautiful, right? I mean, you know, we're all fans of the era, of course, but you, but you look at them and they look like they're ready to take off. They're like these sculptures that fly. How cool is that? Yeah. It's this. And so there's this, this structure to how this stuff works. Well, not only that, just to, just to kind of add to that a little bit, I actually had a chance to work at a air force base one time and we were able to go into one of their bays and they had a fighter jet. I don't know what kind it was. And they had like the nose and part of the side paneling off. I guess they were working on that particular area and seeing that seeing what is in the nose of an of one of those fighter jets and the way that shit runs down the side and like seeing the design of that is awe inspiring it's it's almost like whoever thought of that was touched by the hand of god to be able to figure that out Right, it's it's a beautiful thing to look at the way it's all. Let me see if I can actually find a picture here and pull it up. It's fucking fascinating the way the end, like the way, right? It's structured. I don't know how to say it. It's almost like a Fibonacci sequence kind of a deal or sacred geometry. Does that make sense? Like the way it all comes together is beautiful. If that makes sense, I don't know if if what I'm trying to. And and it does. And and you know, like no matter what you do, right. There's like a old school like timber framing, just just the just the bones of the building, like an old school like German house. You go, wow, that's right. Yeah, look at it; it looks right. Yeah, yeah, I I agree so much with this. I've I've been in places in the world where I've seen like beautiful things in nature, you know, and it gave me this really crazy feeling uh, of just being in the presence of beauty. And if you scale that down. Um, like I have many, many hours spent watching people move. I'm personal. I was a personal trainer for many years. So probably like in the area of moving, getting close to 15,000 hours watching human beings repeat movements. And so when I see somebody's form, um, reach the, um, their anatomical advantage, the way that their, their body segments, um, are encouraging them to, to move when they're moving correctly, it looks beautiful to me. It's a scaled version of that feeling. And that's when I know they've gotten the movement down, right? So this is this is logos. This is a connection that we have to the things that are beautiful in the world and how they relate to nature. I see it in in bodies in, in human movement, right? And and you can see that when you watch sports or, or things like that. And that scales right out to 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 the things we create, like as you're describing, you know. 
and not just how they look, but what they can do. So, so the combination of those two things, how they look and what they can do is, is incredible beauty to, to behold. So I've got a picture up on the, on the screen now of a fighter jet with it torn apart. Like I was talking about, but the one I saw, I think maybe had to be newer than this one or something because, uh, I'll be running my mouse over the thing. The one I saw, it seemed like this whole nose section was off and the whole panel was off. That It didn't just drop down like doors like that. And there was a bunch of like fucking wiring and cable assemblies and like cooling tubes, kind of like this one here, all running through there. And it looked like something you would, it looked like something you would expect to see in like an alien craft, right? The way it was all laid out and the way it all flowed and moved, it looked like something you would see in an alien craft. I don't know. It was just really, really impressive and awe-inspiring to see that shit. It really fucking was. Uh, but real quick, let me get these, uh, these damn things knocked out. Uh, super Big Dog, what's up, buddy? Says, Friday Night Fash Mob. Hell, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, King James says, thank you for being one of the good ones, Fash Croft. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Uh, I do my best. <laughs> I don't know. I do my best. Uh, thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. DeWitt, what's up, bub? Thank you very much. Falcon, what's up, fam? Thank you very much. Hank, with a huge fucking dono there. Thank you very much, brother. He says, hi, all. Happy Friday, brothers and sisters. Happy, Friday, uh, happy Father's Day to all us dads out there. Yeah, I'm stoked. Because uh, I'm a fucking nerd for tools and shit. I'm stoked I'm getting a flashlight <laughs> that I've been wanting for like over a year. I'm actually getting the newest iteration of a flashlight that I've been wanting for a long time. It's an Olight Warrior. It's like... 2500 lumens it's bright as fuck it'll like blind you in the daylight uh so i'm stoked for father's day thank you very much hank i really really appreciate that dude that's astronomical thank you very much piper what's up sis uh real quick hey hank uh you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to um but are you hank scorpio i used to have a guy that was a watch the show all the time for a couple years uh a couple years back named hank scorpio and uh, I don't know that he made it to uh, Odyssey after Trovo. But, yeah, anyhow, regardless whether you are or you aren't, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Piper, thank you very much, sis. She said, there's a great, a great, there was a great quote. <laughs> there is a great quote in a book by Mike Smith about apartheid where he said, you can teach blacks to do many things, say even fly a plane. They have a great memory and can repeat taught behaviors but once a system fault occurs then you see the wheels of limited mental function come off yes that's it right there it's exactly what i was talking about with um black electricians right and even mexican electricians like they just don't work out they just don't they they, they cannot get um for for the mexican uh they have a similar a similar limitation uh mentally with the black, that they, they can do a little bit better. But where their uh, big problem is, is they have no sense of craftsmanship, right? The Mexican is all about production, right? They are trying to get a lot of work done in, in, the, in, the, in the amount of time that they have, right? They're trying to get the most amount of work done while they're on the job. So craftsmanship and neat work really don't fucking matter to them. They just throw shit up. And it's literally... A part of the national national electric code, you have to do nice work. That's literally in the code book. It's like one of the first things in the code book. It's in Article One Hundred 
that all electrical work must be installed in a neat and workmanlike manner. You literally cannot do shitty work. It's illegal to do shitty work as an electrician, and Mexicans don't understand that. Uh, thank you very much, Piper. I appreciate it. Uh, Glenn19, thank you for the library coin. He says, uh, what do you think about re- Republicans celebrating Mexican-born Mayara Flores winning the election? Uh, Glenn, if you'll send me a link, we will talk about it at some point tonight. I have not really... I, think- I know about it, and I can awesome. tell everyone Okay, well, right after I get through running my mouth here, we'll just jump right into that. Uh, land, yeah, before uh, you keep going, um, I'm gonna, I, I, I was worried about a headache that I felt coming on earlier, and it actually just really hit me hard in the last like, 10, 20 minutes while we were sitting here. I, got, I think I got to dip out. That's, I'm, no I'm, worries, I'm bro. I'm not pleased with it, but... Feel better, I hope, bro. Yeah, I hope your headache gets better, brother. Get to get some rest, man. Turn the lights out. Let your eyes rest, Thanks brother. Thanks very much, fellas. Uh, D, D, I hope we get it on again, man, because I was very much looking forward to this. So God bless you guys, and uh, 14, I'll talk to you soon. Hail, God man. bless you, brother. Thank you very much, man. Uh, all right. Land of the fake and home of the gay says no one experiences truths of reality like typical white professional men. Yeah, dude. Uh, we're punched in the face with it every fucking day, man. Every fucking day. Especially, uh, like I said before, you know, I now live in a rural area, but all of our work is, is you know, in suburbs or in the actual city, right? We have to drive fucking 30, 45 minutes to every fucking place we go to work because there's no actual work where I, like, live. You know what I mean? There's just nothing there. Uh, But going into the city and doing electrical work, like having to go and do, like, a, a service call at, like, a nigger's dirty house or having to go into a space where you have to deal with a bunch of Mexicans or or sassy negresses, in office buildings, like as a tradesman, especially a tradesman who does service work, which is what I do the majority of the time, I'm, a, I'm mostly a service technician, right? I'm really good at figuring out why electricity's fucking up and, and making it right again. I, I got a knack for that shit. So uh, the only times I'm really on a job site is when there's no service work, and then they'll send me to a job site uh, and shit like that. But I'm mostly a service electrician. So like when you do what I do, uh, even... If you live in a rural area, you still have to, like, confront the city, right? So there's really no escape from it, man. And, uh, yeah, uh, working-class white men get the brunt of it. We do. We just do. Uh, Super Big Dog says, Odyssey is niggeria tonight. Hell, (laughs) y'all. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know if you said that intentionally, but if you haven't seen the Niggeria video, I highly suggest going. Like, I posted it on my Telegram, and it's on our Odysseys. It's fucking amazing. Uh, thank you very much, Super Big Dog. Um, Black Peeled Heathen says, just mentally ill, bro. Uh, let's see what we got there. I've got that pulled up, and I'll go look at it here in a minute. Um, uh, where are we at here? Thank you very much for the uh, donation there, Black Pill Heathen. I really appreciate it. Uh, Chain Reaction says, turning your head like that removes your like, Yeah, I'm not too worried about it, man. It is what it is. I need to get it figured out. I need to either just uh, talk my wife into letting me face docs <laughs> or get an actual real mask. Because uh, here's the deal. Like, it comes off, and I don't like editing my shows because when I edit my shows... It gets all weird, and then people who have iPhones and shit can't hear the audio and shit like that, so I just leave it in, I guess. I don't think the little bit that it uh, blocks it out, I don't think you can really do anything with it. I don't have any, like, 
social. I don't have any way for my face isn't on social media, so I don't know how they would ever do anything with it. But anyhow, I appreciate you looking out. Thank you very much. Political bomb. Thank you very much, brother. I really appreciate that. Uh, thank you for being here, and thank you for all your support, man. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that, guys. Uh, yeah, man, that you guys really do not understand how much that helps us out, man. Uh, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. But yeah, uh, all right, now it's on with it, man. We got them all caught up. Thank you all very, very much for the for the donations. I greatly fucking appreciate it. Um, thank you very much. So, uh, DE, you said you knew about what? Uh, let me go back. So, um. Glenn says, what do you think of Republicans celebrating Mexican-born Mayara Flores winning the election? What's going on with that? So Mayara Flores won a like Democratic, strong Democratic district in South Texas that had been Democratic since the 1870s. Um, and the guy who she beat was like a white dude uh, in, in far South Texas. And she's, you know, she's like a Hispanic ape, you know, she's got the, uh, she's pretty for a Mexican gal and she's a Republican and Steve Bannon's all talking about how we're going to have a, a coalition of blacks, Hispanics and working people, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is inadvertently very funny. Yeah. Anything, call them anything but white, you fucking spineless faggot. You exactly. Uh, you know, uh, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald was just on Tucker talking about it. Um, uh, you know, oh, this isn't white supremacy. This is, you know, and she's, uh, you know, she outspent the incumbent by huge margins. And there was a special election in Texas a couple days ago. And, um, you know, she won. And now they're going to be like, oh, see, multi uh, the multiracial working class is, you know, the Republicans are for the multiracial working class. And, and uh, that's, that's, that's how we're going to win. And never mind that, like, no matter what you feel about the 2020 election, right? Like Ann Coulter's pretty much come out and, you know, repeated uh, FDN talking points, right? Like he lost white men who wanted something. Um, yep. Or, or alternatively, you know, Dinesh D'Souza has this 2020, uh, you know, 2000 Mules movie that he came out with that, um, that uh, uh, says, oh, look at all these, you know, Phoenix, um, Milwaukee, Detroit, Philadelphia, Atlanta, all the, the election was stolen in these big cities. Well, who stole it, man? Who stole it in those cities? You know, so <laughs> so either, right, like either he didn't win enough white men by not doing or by you refusing to actually enforce the law on these non-white people because it was blacks in Detroit, blacks in Philadelphia, blacks in Atlanta, Hispanics in Atlanta, blacks in Milwaukee and Hispanics in Phoenix that cheated because they're Low down, disgusting cheater people, right? Th that's Just call what they them do. Jews, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, but that's, that, that's what they yeah. do, right? Like, like yeah. follow the rules and you know, like, oh, one man, one vote, and no felons, and nobody who's living it, you know, voting at their grandmama's house. Well, right? I, like, I don't know how it works now. I, I, they do cheat, they do fucking stack votes, they allow illegals to vote, they don't even check IDs for motherfuckers to vote. But I do know that in Oklahoma, at least. Felons are allowed to vote after they have completed their sentence, right? You can't vote if you're on parole. You can't vote if you are on any sort of state supervision. Yeah, but why? Huh? But why, 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 why let them have that back? No, right? exactly. Why, why, I don't why? think, yeah, I don't think most people should be able to vote. I am in favor of the old, uh, what was it? You had to be like a landowner and shit like that. Like, I think you should at least have to, you should have to have kids. 
uh, probably you should have to own at least a house, if not some land. You know, you have to have some stake in the country, right? I don't think you should be able to vote if you're on fucking state assistance. I don't think you should be able to vote if you're drug addicted. I don't think you should be able to vote uh, if you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's 100% true. Yeah. 100% true. 100%. Uh, 100%. Uh, joining us is Mr. White Tuber. Uh, what's up, Bubba? Hell, hell, how you boys? Hell, I brother. saw Akila hopped off, so he gave me the key. He was like, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yeah, jump in. Hey, man. Good, good I jumped talking all to you. over it, buddy. I've been a fan of yours for a while. Hey, so. what's going on, man? I don't think we met before. I'm, I'm White Tuber. How you doing? Good talking to you, bro. Uh, dark yeah. Enlightenment. I've, I've been around a while, but uh, I like your stuff, man. Oh, like the cool. cutting Thanks, man. Absolutely. Yeah, we try out here. Shout out to Johnny having a big old night tonight. All kind of viewers and donos. They love you, Johnny. You're hot. Yeah, buddy. it's been going well. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been going real well, man. Uh, I was really well, excited it, to have Dark Enlightenment on, man. Uh, Tuber, you might not know about him because you don't uh, keep up with stuff the way I do. But um, I don't keep up with stuff, yeah. I've, this uh, Dark DE's been around for fucking years, man. He's been on everything. <laughs> He's been on literally everything, and uh, he he's a really sharp dude, man. So it's it's really cool to have him on. Well, now right? he's been on everything. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now now okay. now I've been everything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and uh, but like no, so this Maya Flores, right? She outspends the incumbent, you know, a huge amount, or uh, outspends her opponent a huge amount. Um, the district is eighty five percent Hispanic. She won. In an eighty, like oh, I'm shocked. You know, this Mexican, this cute Mexican gal won this election in South Texas. That's eighty five percent Mexican, right? <laughs> right. That's like, yeah, like duh, yeah, but, of course, right. And it's not, yeah. it, and it's not like it's not like she's gonna do anything to make keep Texas from flipping, you know, from going more purple from from you know, it's not like she's gonna do anything against, you know, oh, no. the, the the race replacement of Texans. No, Texas is is done, man. Texas is fucking done. Uh, I don't. I'm not know. I'm not sure where you're from. I'm not sure if you're comfortable even talking about where you're from. But have you? If you've ever been to Texas, if you've been in Texas in the last five years, it's over. Texas. Is oh yeah. Fucking, no. The the this, and, and this idea. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, you can tell it's over. Uh, because look at. I mean, it was terrible. But look at that Uvalde shooting. Everyone in that class. Was Mexican except for two little white girls. Hey, hey, everyone in the class, all of the cops, the fucking the shooter was like some sort of mystery meat Mexican. Uh, yeah, yeah, everywhere, yeah. man. And like I was telling you before we come on the show, and she was born in Mexico. Holy shit! She was born in that. Mexico, <laughs> and she was brought here illegally as a kid. Yeah, I mean, so you know, this is this is what the Houston Chronicle, right? This is. The city that should be super wealthy, but is instead a complete, you know, s-hole. Uh, uh, that to give you an idea, okay, the Metro Houston area is the size of the state of Massachusetts. It's like you took the entire state of Massachusetts and paved it. That's Houston. And then when it rains, like, oh, hey, we get hurricanes here. Why does it flood? I don't know, because you paved an area the size of Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, like, oh, I don't yeah, know. Why, why, is, it, why is this what, a disaster? You what, literally what? <laughs> made it a concrete jungle. Like, literally made it a concrete fucking jungle. Yeah. Right. Because, and for 
complicated, you know, land development reasons, Texas doesn't really have any rules, so it's got the worst sprawl in the country. And why does why riddle me this, Batman? Why does Houston have a huge sprawl problem? I don't know. Maybe because it's full of people that no one wants to live around, <laughs> and so so people will drive three hours a day. Yep. 100 and, fucking percent dude and it's not just it's not just fucking houston it's everywhere like texas is oh, just it's, like it's it's mexico now texas and and even hey listen even oklahoma like i was telling you earlier uh before we come on the call the place i grew up in in tulsa when i was a kid so i lived in this certain side of town from the time i was like seven years old until just before i turned 17 uh, we lived in this one apartment complex, and it was fucked up, but it was like black and Asian. You know what I mean? Wow. It was black and Asian. And now, when you go out there, when you go to that side of town, for five, I would say more, eight square miles, is just Mexico. Like, the signs are in Mexican. All the mm-hmm. stores are like El Taquiera, El Supermarketito, and all in Latin fucking Spanish. Area. And it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like that when I was a kid, bro. Like so, within just the last twenty fucking years, less than that, fifteen years, it has completely flipped. It's like a lot of times we have this idea in our head that this is like this has happened in a long time over generations. Like, I mean, yeah, no, was, there, that is less. true, but uh, the I mean, it's, big it's wave been in my lifetime, it's yes, been your lifetime has I mean, been we're, in our we're, lifetime. We're middle-aged yes. dudes, middle-aged dudes. Yep. But when I was a kid, it was all white. And now there's a ton of Mexicans. And so let me just quick, you know, this is the Houston Chronicle. Her victory was notable for two reasons. Uh, she's the first Republican to elected to represent the parts of the 34th Congressional District in more 150 years. Uh, once sworn in, she was the first Congresswoman born in Mexico. Uh, her win has an asterisk. It's like a special election with low turnouts. Uh, immigration is a top issue for her. She was born in Burgos, Talumpia. Talumpias, Mexico. She immigrated when the United States was she was six and became a citizen when she was fourteen. Uh, she worked picking cotton starting at thirteen. Uh, she's the mother of four young children and the wife of a border patrol agent. Uh, you know she she does the whole God family country thing, pro God, pro life, pro family, pro America. Uh, you know, so. So we have this person like LARPing as American. Oh, she used to be a Democrat, right? LARPing as a Christian. Right, you know, uh, she voted for Obama in 2008 on the advice of her dad, you know, and her... So so we have this person who doesn't understand politics, right? And then who got politicized, and, you know, she's she's pretty. I mean, she's not, you know, a stunner or anything, but she's pretty. I guarantee you she was probably found on that same, like... I was yeah same same website that like Lauren Bobert was found on of like like will talk you know and even even if she wasn't found on that same website she was found in that same vein right she was curated she was hand chosen to be a face on someone else's ideas right that's that's, right. that's right. all she is she's like oh there's a hot Mexican and hot Mexicans are the thing now right hot Mexican women are being uh, hoisted up right now right they're being promoted they're being thrown out in front of us. Uh, the Hammer actually made a great post a while back, and he posted a picture of this smoking hot. I mean, one of the most gorgeous women you'll ever see. And she had, like, green eyes. She had, like, you know, dirty blonde hair, and she just looked like a white girl with a tan. And he made the point, like, this is the face of your destruction. There isn't a single one of you reading this post that wouldn't fuck her. 
and your kids will too. Get them the fuck away from these people, right? This is this 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 woman right here is going to destroy years of genetic uh, lineage. You know what I mean? Well, well, okay. And here's the problem, right? Actually, let me. Right. You're gonna well yeah, actually. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. no. Right, no here, here's 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 what the problem is, right? Like in Mexico, those people are. They're either Criollos or Castillos, right? They know that they're white in Mexico, in Guatemala, in Peru. And, you know, like the white people in those countries know that they're white and they know they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. 37% of Mexico is Criollos and, and, and like Castizos or, or less. Right. So that they know they're white. That is a white girl that has been incentivized by the Jewish system to identify. Like, what does she have in common, actually? With like a four foot ten, three and a half foot wide Indian exactly. lady from like Oaxaca, South Mexico, right? right? Like th- they're not the same, right? She, but they identify as the same. They're they're right. Latinx, they're they're Latino, right? Right. They, well, they and, identify but, but, with but, the red nigger instead of their own people, right? And, but but that's that's a political designation that gets them power, right? Right. So she can say, "Oh, I'm Latino." It's like, no, bitch, you're Castilian. You're Portuguese, right? Like you're white. There's a difference, yeah. Straight up, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and you know, like, it, so it, it's like, um, that Antelope Hill just published a book, um, about Leon de Grel in Spain, right? So yeah, all I've these seen Spanish, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So Leon de Grel, right? Lived in Spain for fifty years, right? Forty something years, right? Like all the people that you know, like Francisco Franco, like like there's a bunch like Vicente Fox, right? The former president of Mexico, dude was six foot five, and, and ethnically German. Yeah, yeah, I've, right? I've heard other people say that before. Yeah, right. So like, no, he's not. You know, like for cultural reasons, and I'm not saying like we should just welcome these people with open arms. But what we need to do is have the cultural self confidence to say no. Like if you're coming here and you're a, a white person, you identify as white, and you either have solidarity with the white people of the United States of America, or you go home. Yeah, well, that's like... That's, that's like, the equivalent of, like, American going over there and saying, I stand with this nigger because we're both Americans. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. And and also, just to talk about uh, some Castilians that are obviously white, uh, Canelo Alvarez is a perfect example of this. Right, yeah. <laughs> anybody, right here, man. The, yes, anybody <laughs> who's come. ever seen Canelo Alvarez, that dude's white as fuck. Dude, white as fuck. He just happens to be a Castilian from uh, you know, south of the border. Right, right. And <laughs> and like look, look, uh Gazelle Bunchen, right? She's from Brazil. Oh yeah, she's Latina. Nah, man, she's German. You know, I don't like him, but Pope Francis, you know, Argentinian Latino. No, the dude's Italian. His family's Italian. I don't know a lot right? about the Pope. Yeah. Well, it, trust me, you don't want to. He's a terrible person. But, but like, you know, there's a huge population of, in fact, Argentine Spanish sounds like Italian because there are so many Italians who moved there. It was the number two, like, location for Italian immigration after the United States. So you've got these huge populations of Spaniards, of uh, Italians, of Germans, of all over South America, you know, there's there's Germans in North Mexico. People don't know that, but there are Germans in Northern Mexico, right? There are Germans in Texas. So what, you know, like this Myra Flores, oh, she can talk about how she loves God and can, whatever, and her husband's on the border patrol, and you know, and but if I point out, like, wait a second, why 
is it okay for the border patrol to be 80% Mexican? The like, Spanish colonial government incentivized European migration in, I believe, it was the 19th century by offering them all these things when they came, and they were trying to increase the white population of these places. And that's where a lot of those people came there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, if you had a country and you were like, I. <laughs> right, that's what poor. it was. Yeah, yeah, there's like, Italians and French, and uh, yeah, uh, a lot of Irish went down there. And, yeah. Of course, yeah. And, and, you know, they had land and they, they got they, full citizenship as soon as they arrived. Right. So we're talking about people that, you know, like came someplace and made it better. But get back to this Meyer Flores thing. Like, oh, I'm, spo- I'm supposed to just be like, oh, it's, it's a great thing that the Border Patrol is Mexican on the Mexican border. Yeah. Funneling you know their funneling, funneling their what are they their abuelitas into our fucking country. <laughs> I want an Irishman on the border. I want some old, like old school Irishman. You know what I want? Just cracking heads, you know? No, 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 no. no. I, I, I want a bunch I want a bunch I want a bunch of cynical guineas who smell like garlic and cynicism. <laughs> I want a bunch of I want a bunch of guineas. Around. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I want a bunch. I want a bunch of freaking meds who are just like, just, just like just what you know. Like they assume you're lying from the second you get in there. They're just you know chain smoking, smell like garlic wife. and five day old cigarettes. We want white beaters and gold chains lining the border, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just like, 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 literally, just a bunch of Eric Strikers just sitting there, like smoking, chain smoking, and be like. <laughs> Why are you here and what do you want? You know, Put like, down. I, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, no, but, but, but we, we uh, uh, how, how did I win as a white American with this gal who has, you know, four kids, great, good for her, whatever, that, that are going to like compete for, for, with my children for jobs, right? That, that she had those kids because she could afford them in the United States. Man, her her husband has a good job with good health care and good because you know, and he's guarding the quote unquote guarding the border. Right? How many how, you, you've worked with Mexicans? They're all corrupt, man. That's why they they left. Their their culture is corrupt. They they came here, and like how many how many how much drugs are smuggled across the border because oh like somebody paid off a, a Hispanic you know like oh his cousin is in, in the cartels. And he paid off. Like how many how many guys in the border patrol have cousins in the cartels or cousins in the Mexican army or cousins? You know, mi primo es una. You know, <laughs> yeah, because that's what people got to understand. Like these cartel these cartels absolutely have deals with these people. They're not smuggling drugs over. I mean, maybe some of the lower level people might be smuggling drugs over with like migrants through coyotes, but these people are being let across the border in trucks by fucking border patrol. Have you seen? These videos of how the cartels are standing on the other side of the border in certain areas and fucking acting like the border guard in Mexico as fucking Americans come through the fucking border. They're pulling over cars and shaking down Americans and shit. These cartels have an open key. They have an open key to our border. They are allowed to pass back and and forth at will. And, you know, did Myra Flores talk about... You know, did, did did this gal talk about the ethnic replacement of Texans in Texas? Did you know, like, uh, did she talk about the people who were at Goliad or at the Alamo? Who who you know the the white Texans who you know like, I guess the best pop culture example would be um, the Searchers, right? But but you know, um, there's a good book, S. C. Gwin, 
Empire of the Sun or Moon, right? He's talking about how just brutal the Comanches were, and you would know about the Comanches, John, being where you're from, um, right? They they were some of the most vicious people on the face of the planet, man. The the tortures they came up with, the stuff that they did to people, just so. Have you ever it, heard? I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. Uh, uh, but go ahead. But like you finish up, and you know, I'll, I'll remember what the I was descendant, say. the descendants of the of the white people that that came to Texas, that conquered the Comanche, so that decent people could live there without like getting scalped and getting roasted alive and getting cut, you know, a thousand times by you know stones and stuff. What about those people? Why should why should I care that like she's gonna vote for low taxes for Amazon to replace my kids? Like, <laughs> who cares? The yeah, Republican Party's got to die. Yeah, it's the biggest enemy of our people. It is one hundred percent the biggest enemy of our people. And you know what's being? You know what was a huge fucking white pill for me? Uh, so this was probably a week ago now. My brother, he's he's my best friend. He's his parents are like my parents. I call his parents mom and dad, and vice versa. So his parents come over to see my mom because my mom's really sick. And they were all at the house hanging out, and we got to talk. Condolences, man. Uh, well, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I do. Um, we all got to talking, and my buddy's mom, she asked me, she's like, so do you, do you like Matt Walsh? And I was like, mama, I think Matt Walsh is a fucking faggot, and I think all those conservatives are poison. And about that time, my pops, her husband chimes in. He was like, yeah, I, can't, I cannot stand watching Fox News anymore. He's like, ever since I found out they were owned by BlackRock, I don't even know if that's true, but I just rolled with it. I had never heard that, but I just fucking rolled with it. Uh, he was like, ever since I found out they were uh, owned by BlackRock, I just can't, I can't watch that shit anymore. I was like, well, you know who owns BlackRock, right? And he was like, who? I was like, Jews. And I was like, you know what BlackRock's doing, right? And I told him about how BlackRock's buying up all this fucking uh, property and trying to keep people from even being able to own property and start a fucking permanent renter class. And then we got into talking, and I started telling him about Karl's Mark, Karl Marx being Jewish. Good job. It was a fucking great Good conversation. Yeah. It was a fu- I gave the, Dude, I gave them the NJP uh, flyer. They're like, that's got their 25 points nice. on it. They nice. fucking oh, loved. Shit. They loved it, dude. They fucking well, loved it. I well, love those twenty boomers. That's, what, that's a good list. You know what, Matt? You know what Matt Walsh did, right? I mean, like, good for him, I guess. Who is whole, Matt is Walsh? It? I don't know. I don't know who this is. He's okay, a, so he's a. Go ahead. He's a conservative writer who works for the Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro's outfit, and he's a he's a conservative Catholic guy who you know like LARPs is like a traditional religion. You know, like like I have a family and I'm a dude, you know, big man and dude with a beard and, um. I oh, I I, know I, I, I tell the truth yeah. and I, the you know, beard, I'll yeah. I, I'll go there when other people won't right I'm edgy. Yeah. Well, all all he did for his what is a woman thing, is like steal Scott Howard's talking points, and people, and then he didn't mention that they're all freaking Jews, man. Yep. Like like I was talking with my wife about it and she's like, oh, I like you know this movie, that movie, and I'm like, like you know he just ripped off a friend of mine, right? <laughs> You know, what the, like what's going on right now does not make sense unless you tell them about the Jew. Because right, the only thing consistent here, the only thing consistent in all this shit is that it's for the Jews. Yes. Because it, 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 otherwise there's no consistency here. And that's why everyone's confused because they're not allowed to even talk about the one thing that's consistent in all this. You know, that's 100 percent right. All right, guys. Hey, uh, you guys good to go to break real quick? I have to piss bad. Sure. No problem. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break real quick, man, and then we will be right back. 
We actually do have a, a few funny things to talk about, and uh, I also want to talk about the gas price thing because that's super interesting. So, so we'll do all that on the other side. Guys, thank you all very, very much for being here tonight, man. I hope you're all enjoying the show. It's a huge honor to have Mr. Dark Enlightenment here. And thank you all very, very, very much for being uh, so generous and showing all that support, man. I, uh, I Thank you. I don't know what else to say. Uh, but, I mean, I really, really appreciate it. It's, uh, it's really awesome of you guys. Thank you all very much. Hell yeah. So, yeah, here we go, guys. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back, man. Downtown with the boys, crew cuts and an attitude. Everybody chokes on their lattes and rabbit food. A mean mug and all the sheep still wearing nuzzles. Fat buzz cut dice, can't knock this hustle. White boys want to scrap, no cap with the flame emoji. Commie suck, cock died, burning hell with David Bowie. Journalists are gonna get it too, don't you worry. We'll have him up against the wall before we get to 2030. Stand for the flag, kneel down and get your knees stomped. Antifa showing up, looking like a cringe cop. Bite the curb, get what you deserve. Pick up trucks, swerve. Hard to run away with all the plus size curves. And thirst gets worse every day, you never get quenched This is how we do it, this is what you're up against, bitch 3.0 black shirts coming back Solving everything with brass knuckles and a wooden bat Blood thirst gets worse every day, you never get quenched This is how we do it, this is what you're up against, bitch 3.0 black shirts coming back Solving everything with brass knuckles and a wooden bat Yeah, the boys' nights out are all about the goon shit You wanna throw down, then we'll do it, fuck a boomstick Cause the faggot opposition ain't exactly a picture of health Every time I see you, might feel better about Myself. You don't like a pretty paint can wall pictures Come and get your nose blood splattered in the mixture Talk about you hate the cops keeping you alive When that police line's gone then it's a night of the long knives I can't wait to get my hands dirty when I get the chance I feel like Patrick Bateman daydreaming in a murder trance One man power trip overdose over all my friends And it only gets worse when we keep it close No quarter for a traitor infidel bitch Never stood for nothing except getting laid high and rich You and I you're not the same body you're the brain And Andy Gamby got me in a state of wanting to break Bones and window pane. Thirst gets worse every day, you never get quenched. This is how we do it, this is what you're up against, bitch. 3.0 black shirts coming back, solving everything with brass knuckles and a wooden bat. Blood thirst gets worse every day, you never get quenched. This is how we do it, this is what you're up against, bitch. 3.0 black shirts coming back, solving everything with brass knuckles and a wooden bat. Got an itch in the trigger finger area. And the giggles, you dumb fucks really think we're scared of your gorilla hooligans moving in, maneuver through the mist, making the FBI look just as stupid as it truly is. Journal's quaking terror, bad news bearer, arriving on the scene to signify a new era. And the broadcast is schizo post decoded if you're able. Flag vest in the closet, clips on the table, thinking I'll comply, man, you're tripping. We let you know the deal back in Seaville, you refuse to listen. Here's to hoping that you'll hear me now, I won't go in alive. The world's only big enough for one of us to thrive. I'm rabbit, I'm foaming at the lips. Going off script, looking forward to the goddamn apocalypse The fabric of society is ripping at the seams I see the final scenes every night inside my dreams Blood thirst gets worse every day, you never get quenched This is how we do it, this is what you're up against, bitch 3.0 black shirts coming back Solving everything with brass knuckles and a wooden bat Blood thirst gets worse every day, you never get quenched This is how we do it, this is what you're up against, bitch 3.0 black shirts coming back Solving everything with brass knuckles and a wooden bat Yeah, wooden bat, yeah, wooden bat
All right. And we are back, family. Thank you all very much for hanging out through the break. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And now we've got another one. Uh, joining us is Brother Night Nation Review. What's up, Bubba? Thanks for jumping on, man. Hey, hey, Fash. Thanks for having me on, man. Any fucking time, brother. <laughs> Any fucking time. Night Nation. Uh, he's he's a good dude, man. I love his show. Yeah, he is. He really thank is, you, man. Darling, nice, to meet, nice, to, nice to talk to you, man. Well, thank you. Um, Night Night Nation has been a, a, a breath of fresh air and a solid little uh, addition to, to what we got going on here. You know, we've had a couple. We got the best people, man. We well, yeah, and, and we've had a couple rise and fall over the past years. Me and White Tuber have been fucked over by a couple guys coming up. We tried to, you know, not that we tried to help uh, Night Nation. I'm not trying to take credit for anything he did, but I'm just saying there were up and coming guys that we tried to help out a while back that really turned out to be assholes. But when Night Nation come around man he's been a he's been a blessing man the dude's awesome it's good to have you around yeah. brother yeah he, yes. he's there every night man he's not being yeah. slothful he's, and he's not an asshole he's genuine he's a good dude man yeah it's good to have him oh, he's, he's grinding man i, he's I can't keep up to love it's every night it's like hey man four hours and it's just like dude four hours bro <laughs> I, I got i got a lot i, I consume bro. a lot of stuff and i i've listened to everything at two times speed and i cannot keep up with you man it is like <laughs> it is like a drinking from a fire hose about <laughs> as high quality you know, stuff you put out. It's nice to know that like, you're at work all night, you're depressed, and you need something to play in your ears. You know, and you're always there, buddy. You always got a new episode. Right. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. And, <laughs> and it's the dudes that work the swing shift, night shift. I mean, they, they keep the wheels on civilization. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it's true. It's true. And, and uh, you're putting the work in, man. Now, that's, I that's, that's really good. work for hours, bro. <laughs> Thank you, fellas. I appreciate I it. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, I keep you guys entertained. That's the idea, right? Keep you guys entertained while you're on the job or something. No, yeah, well, what it is, I'm starting to think is to keep motherfuckers away from from the faggot talk radio. Yeah, you know, I was we just can keep them away. We can keep. It I was just having people. that conversation last night, dude. That's crazy. You say that, uh, white tuber. I was just having that conversation, be, right? Well, I was having a conversation with uh, a guy last night, a guy that said our thing, um, and we were talking about. People who, and he was like bitching about people who like consume too much content. He was like, oh, they're like, you know, uh, just like people who watch Netflix, but they do it with like right wing content. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like that's the, that's the point kind of right. Like we don't want yeah. them like, cause here's the deal. What people got to understand is people are who they are, right? Those people, the people who consume, uh, or, or I hate saying it like that. Cause it sounds derogatory. The people who listen to a lot of podcasts. And watch a lot of shows in the right wing sphere. Uh, they're going to watch a lot of TV and listen to a lot of podcasts anyway, right? If it's not us, they're going to be listening to like fucking Blow Jogan and fucking no, no. faggots Alex like that. Alex Jones, Jones. No, yeah. yeah. To you guys, They'll... I haven't had to listen to Alex Jones in so fucking exactly. long. Exactly. Yeah, I'm so exactly. happy to have that out of my life. Dude, I, I only I yes. I used to listen to <laughs> this is how bad it used to be. Like, okay. I'm I'm gonna talk about this here in just a second, but like understand. I used to have the, the schedule for three news pro stations, local AM stations, and two sports stations memorized. If it was five thirty-five in the afternoon. I knew it was, you know, um, local guy, Mark Levin, (laughs) Savage. um, And then, like, 
some r- random oh, nation, national sports guy. Like, Martin because. Luke and Savage? Oh, no, bro. <laughs> right. Well, uh, yeah, it was oh, terrible. No, it was te- no. I know the feeling. <laughs> but oh, no, because, because I drove for a living, I'm not going to tell you what I drove, Me but too, I drove bro. for a living. I drove for a living and I was spending freaking seven hours a day in the in the truck. Yes. Mm. And so like what are you gonna do, right? Just swear do? at traffic and hate the world, or are you gonna like try and like like so <clears throat> I'm gonna do my bit here for just for a second, right? Take off, brother. Yeah. Take off. All right. So understand that like podcasts exist because white in, in like 2007, some dude was stuck in traffic on the highway and he was listening to the radio and a 100.7 the fox whereas we still pretend it's 1978 and you still have hair classic rock <laughs> for the average for the very bored un, unhappy white man stuck in traffic and now for the 37th time this week what's up when and then he just he just lost it man he's like if i hear journey one more time i'm gonna kill somebody there's gotta be something better <laughs> right like that's the oh, whole reason off, our dude. thing exists podcast exists because some dude was stuck in traffic he was so tired of it and what are your options like i'm gonna go through the whole am dial for you here in just a second all right so at the low end right you have like low wattage like we talking about jazz right and smooth jazz for those of you who lack testosterone and have no <laughs> self-esteem and then <clears throat> welcome to uh, national public radio where we uh, actually hate you but we're going to pretend that we're very authoritative and know things by using uh, a soothing tone of voice and a very pretentious way of talking so that actually if you're sophisticated and smart you're going to listen to us and actually we're just globalist neoliberal propaganda instead of an actual news station but instead where we pretend so uh menopausal woman station 97.4 uh <laughs> magic where yeah, <laughs> right, right or or the fox or hard rock Delilah. or 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 you know Country music, it's exactly just rock where we talk about beer and trucks and country, right? Like it's all the same. And and uh, what is it? It's it's now iHeartRadio, but back in the Bush administration, it was Clear Channel, right? And they have their their six pack, their six radio stations that they can control in any one given market. Mm. And they they're all the same, right? It's the Menopausal Woman Station, Magic. It's the Fox Classic Rock Station. It's like Sports Talk, and then like the Rush Limbaugh Talk, talk Station or whatever. And they've got this. You know, so you have two or three radio. If you're living in a reasonably big size city, there'll be two or three like radio station companies that'll own basically every radio station in town, and they'll have these very stultifying, right? And or or you'll go to the AM dial and you'll be like, "You're not, you know, you listen to Rush Limbaugh. You're an independent <laughs> thinker. You're a real man. You know, like, uh, or um, or sports because you're a real guy who cares about real guy Bro, stuff. Fuck sports radio. That's autistic. These assholes listen to that shit. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like yeah, where where you can name fuck the entire sports radio. We're naming where your you favorite can... niggers. We'll definitely get you laid. <laughs> exactly. And so you've got this this this, this thing where it's like. Are, are you a pathetic loser who can name the 11th man on the Oklahoma City Thunder instead of having actually caring about your people? What's have you a radio station? You know, like how many how many rebounds did Kevin Grant get last night? You know, that's going to really care. You know, you're going to care about that more than you care about the future of your own children because radio. Right. But but <laughs> because he's stuck in the car. For, you know, if he's working an office job, right, you know, if he's going to get there at eight o'clock in the morning, he's got to leave at five thirty in the morning and drive. 
and he's got to like he eats like crap because he doesn't have time to make himself an actual breakfast in the morning. So he's stopping at the drive-through, get himself a cup of coffee and a breakfast sandwich made of cancer, and then he's you know and then he's driving on down the road and he get you know and he gets tired of journey, he gets tired of this, he gets tired of that, and so maybe like a higher agency dude, and there used to be like the teaching company right used to be a thing, and they'd have like college lectures. That's for super agency folks who were just tired of it, and so like okay, well at least I'm learning Shakespeare on you know and they had like a very npr type presentation but it was like at least i'm learning shakespeare on my commute so i can, can't say that i'm completely wasting my time right but mm. podcasts exist because so many people in america were stuck in traffic getting to and from work every day that they just they just got so sick and tired of the same crap all the time and the reason that they're stuck in traffic and this is kind of my thing and Night Nation probably knows a little bit about this because I've, I've talked to some of the guys in inside of his sphere, um, proprietarian type stuff. But if you want a safe place for your family to be and a place near a job and a place that's reasonably affordable, the United States makes you pick two of those things. So 90 mm. Wait, hold, hold, hold up. I'm sorry. Night Nation, you were in the proprietarian thing? Oh yeah, you, you didn't know that? Oh no no no! Uh, we have to talk it's about this. Uh, uh, well, we're gonna let Dark uh, Enlightenment normal. finish. No, yeah, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah we'll yeah, we'll, that's a long conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know these things. Uh, well, okay. Well, I yeah, ran go ahead, D. Go ahead, D. All right. So, so like, but all right. So the United States makes. I'm gonna repeat this, and it's in my Telegram channel. Maybe Fashcraft, you can link it. Um, when when we're done. Um, so. If you want some place, like ideally as a dad, right, you want a place for your kids that's safe, a place you can afford, and a place that's not too far from your job, right? So the United States makes you pick two of those at the most. So most people operate, you know, opt for some place that's safe and some place that they can afford, which means they got to drive a huge long ways. And that's going to, you know, with $5 gallon gas, it's, that's making it so that they can't afford it anymore. But that means they're stuck. Or, right, you can choose someplace that's close to a job and affordable, but then you're in a ghetto and you're going to get stabbed. Yeah. Or you can take the ticket and be one of the wealthy people, right, who has a good paying job where you make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and you're safe and you're close to a job. But unless you're making, you know, six figures near any big city, right? Like you got to be, you know, senior guy at Microsoft. You took $250,000, $400,000 before you can live in a nice neighborhood in downtown Seattle where the cops are there all the time keeping the riffraff out, right? Yeah. And the second you say anything about, you know, what's going on, like why is Seattle a shithole now, right? Then you lose your job because you, you know, economic precarity. So the guy who's driving 90 minutes away one way each day from the outer suburbs, right? When gas was 250, he could afford it, but you know, it sucked. And, but now he can't afford it. Uh, <laughs> but by the time he's done with that, right? So he gets up at five 30, maybe he grabs a cup of coffee at home. Maybe he has a bowl of cereal. He doesn't actually sit down and eat or spend any time with his family in the morning because he's got to get to work. So he drives 90 minutes. He gets to work at 7.15. You know, his diet sucks. He works his, you know, eight hours, 10 hours in a soulless office. He, you know, 
goes maybe if he's lucky he's able to go for a walk out of his office tower and uh spend lunch outside and you know but he's stuck in his soulless bugman office job and he's got nothing to do so he listens to podcasts all day right he listens to you know our stuff hopefully or he listens to the radio and that's terrible right because it's the same crap as he was listening to on the way to work and then he does he does the same on the way back so 4 30 or 5 o'clock comes around he punches out you know, it's 6.30, 6.45, 7 o'clock by the time he gets home, right? And he shovels yeah. some dinner in, and then he takes this, you know, and maybe if he's a good dad, hopefully, right, you know, he sucks it up and, like, takes his kid to baseball practice two nights a week. But most of the time, by the time he's done, man, he's fried. 7 yeah, o'clock. Wife won't even give him a blowjob nowadays. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for real. You know, <laughs> well, she's working too, because because she can't, because uh, you know, no. I mean, you know, and and uh, and so I mean, like the last thing in the world you want is like you ain't got time or energy or to you know nail the old lady, right? You you've been out for fourteen hours a day. By the time nine o'clock, ten o'clock rolls around, so so what do you do? You watch the shit. first first twenty minutes of the you know Saturday night or uh, you know Tonight Show monologue, and you fall asleep, and then you got to get up in the morning and do it again. Right, so there's no you have no energy for what political action there, and if you're, uh, you know, if you're poor living in the ghetto, right, like you're a, a you know a lower middle class white person who lives around, you know, dangerous people, right? What are you gonna do? Go knocking door to door saying, "Hey, man, we're getting screwed." You're gonna get stabbed because those people might be getting screwed, but they don't care about you. They don't, you know, they 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 just know that like they hate you. That's it. That's all they know. Mm. Politically speaking, so what? What you know? What are you going to do? The multi multicultural thing? Yeah, g- good luck. You know, Steve Bannon talks about like, oh, we're going to build a multi racial working class of blacks and Hispanics <laughs> and and working people, <laughs> which is inadvertently <laughs> hilarious. But like, but like, okay, let's say let's try organizing those people, right? Like, you you mm. go to um the you know the wrong neighborhood in Philadelphia that's been taken over by Mexicans, and you try saying, hey, fellow member of the working class. Let's organize and try and better our condition. What's going to happen to you? You're going to get stabbed. Try that in Houston. Try Dude, you don't even have to be. That's not. And check this out, bro. That, and that extends to even their own people. I was. Check this out. I was watching a video the other day about some up and coming rap nigger who went. He was from Chicago and he was in somewhere in New York, Brooklyn, I think. Or the Bronx, one of those two. Those might be the same thing. I don't fucking know. He was somewhere in New York. And he was there trying to get, like, a major record deal. He was there, like, shopping his demo around. And he stopped by, like, some store in, like, this rough neighborhood. And this is all on camera. Some guys walk up to him, ask him if he wants to buy some weed, attack him, try to rob him for his chain, steal his gun from him, and execute him. All he was, all he was trying to do was go to the store. Like that's like that's every day with these fucking with these animals around. Every right. fucking yeah. day. Right. And yep. and you know, and, and so um my particular thing is I hate the hate the suburbs, right? Like I love the country, love the city, hate the suburbs. Yeah, uh, I have a I, I have a 
Yes, I don't even want to talk. I don't like talking about my disdain for the suburbs because I don't like class. I don't like classism, but I do have to check myself with my middle class. Uh, oh no, no, uh, hate them all along. Because, because here's here's what's here's what's wrong with it, right? The suburbs are going to go broke, and I'm going to use an example that I've used before, but uh, it's pretty easy, all right? Like, so suburbs are named after what they destroy, all right? So I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, a hypothetical suburb, Rolling Hills Estates, in outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh right? shit! I know a guy in Tulsa. <laughs> right. But let's just <laughs> hypothetically let's talk about a, a Rolling Hills Estates that gets built in 1984 in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. All right, and there's a thousand houses there, and they got a thousand dollars of property taxes in every one of those houses. So that's a million dollars. All right. Well, those thousand houses, that's going to be a thousand families. They're going to have an average of 2.5 kids. So that's 2,500 kids. That means two new schools, a fire station, a new police station, and uh, a whole bunch of road maintenance stuff. So probably, uh, you know, maybe a new road maintenance place, right? For all of this, for this thousand houses, or at least a new road crew. So when you add up the cost of the new fire station, the new two new police officers, the two new schools and the teachers for all that stuff, all of that stuff costs, you know, $750,000. Well, you're a guy in the trades. That 250 grand extra money, right? Floating around there. How many If you got to do like a complete redo of that whole neighborhood, right? Say a bad, you're in Oklahoma, say a bad tornado comes through and that entire neighborhood, this, you know, heavy damage, right? You could save that $250,000 of public money for a decade and that $2.5 million isn't going to cover Jack, right? Because you got to rebuild the whole thing and that's going to cost you $10 million. Mm. Or what about just the, the, the cost of replacement? So it's, you know, it's going to cost $10 million. But that $250,000, but it's going to take, you know, 15 years till you got to replace everything. You just, stuff just wears out. So all, it's just this gigantic Ponzi scheme where white people get ethnically cleansed from a place and then they move further out. They move, you know, I'm the guy who coined the term one exit down the highway way back Mm. In like 2015, just you know, white people's solution is just move one exit down the highway. Yeah. To a right. Yeah. Well, that doesn't work anymore. Those places are going broke. Well, and especially they're following you. Well, and especially because, and especially now because of what we talked about before the show, the uh, Fair Housing Act, where they're literally doing census fucking type shit and chasing Mm -hmm. down white neighborhoods and injecting. Uh, non white yeah. there are there are freaking Afghan refugees in rural Idaho. Jesus, dude, that, hey, know. that tripped me out. I was in, dude, I was in Pennsylvania a while back, and it freaked me the fuck out to see like legit Mexicans in Pennsylvania, not like Puerto Ricans or Dominicans. Like these were like squats, like Guatemalans, like Aztecs. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, dude. literally, bro. Like I like, Aztec. like everywhere, bro. You don't understand. Why like, roaches, bro? Yes. We go everywhere. Well, Hazleton, bro. Pennsylvania, right? Like Tucker, we'll talk about this. But Alaska. 
for Christ's sake, you know? Yeah, there there are. They're, <laughs> they're Mexican. You, you said know, Hazleton, like, Pennsylvania. What's that? Okay, so there was a town, and Tucker's talked about this a little bit, but like <laughs> Vidar used to talk about this all the time. Shout out to them. They're they're solid people. Um, Hazleton, Pennsylvania, was like all white in 1980, and by like 2000, it was mostly Mexican. Pittsburgh's all niggers too. Right. So like, uh, right. And Pittsburgh used to be like the the last big city in America on the, on the East Coast, right? The Eastern United States that was white. There's some some that are like you know Portland, Seattle. And the whites are all on drugs. Well, a lot of the whites are all on drugs, but like you know, you, well, you look at what's happened. Look at what's happened lately. You know, Chrissy Spacuza and all the stuff that's happened in Pittsburgh. It's it's mm. it's falling apart. So, right in 1948, there was a, a Supreme Court case, Shelley v. Kramer, where uh, that was the, the the case that struck down restrictive covenants. Which is the 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 deed had a covenant placed on it, like you can't sell this house to a non-white person, basically, right? And Shelley was the black family that like used a straw purchase to like buy a house in 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 um outside of St. Louis, okay? And uh, that uh, that's why St. Louis is like super like St. Louis County has got like fifty communities in it as opposed to like five, because Every little town like created its its own separate jurisdiction to act like segregation. So, I mean, this is indirectly responsible for the whole. Um, not George Floyd. The Michael Brown, right? The the whole hodgepodge oh, problem right in in St. Louis County is because of this this Supreme Court decision. Anyway, restrictive covenants get struck down in 1948, which means you can't say like this is this is just the italian neighborhood or this is just the you know wasp broke ass you know oaky neighborhood in this part of town right so the only way decent people can get away from crime from, from frankly blacks right like the only way people can get away from them is either use price or distance as a filter so everyone gets in their cars and goes to the suburbs and when it's when gas is you know a dime a gallon right <laughs> <laughs> that's not a big deal and you only got to go to you know two exits down the down the highway and there's jobs for everyone building in the highways and there's jobs for everyone building houses um you know it's, it's kind of a jobs program and carrot stick type thing right like so everyone just sure we'll move out of town we'll go live in you know shady acres or whatever well that first oil crisis in 1973, like, kind of put the kibosh on that. It made made those places unsustainable. And then the financialization in the 80s, like, hyper accelerated like the finance stuff to make make some of these places work. And people had to move further and further and further out because you know wherever we go, they follow us. Well, not right. only so do they follow we're... us, they they are they are foisted upon us, right? We are hunted down, and they are injected into our areas. Right. Yeah. Literally, Obama. Um, you you were talking about earlier, right? Poison. Like they they literally found white neighborhoods and said, "Oh, like build Section Eight housing here." Like like wow. there there were refugees. Didn't they? Hey, also, D. Didn't they also press housing authorities to start accepting Section Eight? Yes. Vouchers? Yes. I thought so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was making yes. sure I wasn't making that up. Nope. Yeah. You know, I mean, to the point where, to the point where, like, the, the mayor of the capital city of Montana is a uh, a black refugee. 
Yeah. Wow. Oh man. Everywhere, man. Let it burn. Everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, so there's nowhere. There's not a state you can go to. Racist. <laughs> right. No, that's, that's the solution, <laughs> right? Like race. And of course, the entire attorney team for the Shelley family, the black family, right? Kramer was a good German who was like, this is against the rules. What are you doing? Uh, uh, you know, clear violation of the rules. The entire family or the entire attorney team for the Shelley family was Jews, right? And the person who invented the suburb, the person Levitt. who invented the suburb, Levitt and Sons. Jews. Mm. Person who invented the shopping mall, a communist. Uh, Saw Jews well, is is Jewish. He's wait, a, hold on. Uh, a Jew invented the shopping mall, so the idea of cramming Jews. all of your uh, mercantile sources into one disgusting box. Of course, that was a Jew's idea. It's well, a Dubuque okay, box. So- That's what a fucking mall is. Do you know what a mall? Do you know what a Dubuque box is? No. That is a fucking mall. So a Dubuque box, a Dubuque box is an old, it's a Jewish myth about a box that Jews would cast their demons into and lock them in it. Whoa. <laughs> the mall, the shopping mall is a fucking Dubuque box. Oh, the Dubuque, yeah. The, yeah, there's yeah, a whole the movie box. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Fuck. Wicked. All right, I sorry. I like, just that popped in my head all of a sudden. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think it's like a so, temple. So Victor Gruen. Victor Gruen is an Austrian. Austrian. You said what? What'd you say, white tuber? I'm sorry. No, I think it's like a temple. Like a temple was where the god would live. Right. It's, it, it, it's a, like mm. a vestigial thing. It's like it's literally like a temple to the Stop god the of fucking you know materialism. That's it. It's there. You know, just it's just like an orgy. You go there, you have like orgies, and you worship, and you lay down sacrifice. You know, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. oh, that's funny, dude. I didn't even know that there was such a thing as rolling hills outside of tolls. I just bolted them out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, no, there actually oh, wow. is. That actually okay. is. Yeah, there's, okay, there's so, so rolling Victor, hills and old rolling hills. But yeah. so, so but. Victor Gruen is the guy who invented the shopping mall. And the reason the shopping mall was invented, it used to have like a downtown, right? Like a shopping district, like like a main street. Mm-hmm. And that's something that goes back thousands of years. In, Which in, are beautiful. In, like main streets and old towns in America are. There's a town called Bethlehem in Pennsylvania that mm-hmm. is breathtaking. Fucking right, but, breathtaking. And, and, and it doesn't have to be anything super fancy, but it's nice. Yep. Right? The buildings Shout are nice. Allentown. The, this the streets are like a proportionate. They're they're comfy. They're places you can walk with your family. You know the traffic isn't super super bad because everyone just gets out and walks. Right? You got you know your everything you need. Well, because so what happens with the shopping mall? Right? You got this huge you know couple acre enclosed space where yeah it's nice and air conditioned or whatever and it's, but it's uh, instead of like having a town square. Where like one of us could like get up and make a speech and be like, you know, this is what's up and this is how we're getting screwed and it's the public square so no one can kick us out, right? If you get too rowdy in a mall, you just get kicked out. You get you get trespassed and you can never get to come back, right? Could you imagine yeah. like going down to your local Simon Mall, <laughs> right, <laughs> and being like, it's the Jews, and seeing how long you last, <laughs> right? Mm. You're gonna get kicked out. Who owns the mall? Jews, right? So not only invented by Jews, but and in fact. This, this whole idea of like really big streets that are very fast, that aren't really safe to walk on or walk across or anything like that, and kind of cutting up neighborhoods, that was invented by Robert Moses, the City Parks Commissioner of New York State. Run that back, that, that, 
would you run that back by me so, one more time? What you so, just so said? The, the 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 whole suburb model of like if you look like look down at a map of like Google Earth, right? Where like you'll have like a like a, a, a interchange, right? And you'll have neighborhoods at each corner of those uh, that interchange, right? But no kid, you could be like three hundred yards across the um, interchange, and you could have a buddy over there. But you can't like walk to your buddy's house because it's across a major interstate. So you you know you just get killed. So your mom's gonna drive you the three hundred yards to Tommy's house because it's across the interstate. So that very like car dependent, gotta drive everywhere, can't walk, can't ride a bike, can't just you know that kind of stuff. Mm. The guy who invented that method of of doing things, his name yeah. was Robert Moses. And he was the city parks commissioner of the city of New York. I know. Do you know why suburbs are so confusing? You ever go in a neighborhood? It's like all kind of weird twists and turns. Do you ever hear about that? Yeah, I know why that is, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. They do it on purpose. From what I heard, tell me wrong. They do it on purpose. So, like, you get lost and, like, keep burglars mm. out or some shit, right? Well, it was partly, like, military bases are still this way. Um, right. it, it, it's partly an artifact of, like, codes and stuff. Uh, but but partly also like Cold War stuff of like if if the Russian paratroopers land on Seventh Street and you <laughs> set the corner of Seventh and A and they know that the you know the police station is at the corner of F and uh, Ninth they can just kind of go oh it's that way right but all you know if they've got these twisting weird streets of you know uh, Oak Acres and Shady Oaks and Tall Elm Street and It'll they do these the weird. Russians. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, it's partly that is partly that it was a jobs program. It's partly, uh, you know, like it, it's it makes it difficult to like there's no there's no center to it. Right. Yeah, there's no center to it. There's no there's no like okay, so, like. Think about it. Right. In a typical American small town prior to World War Two. There was a center of town and in that center of town. If it was the county seat, there was the courthouse, right? And the two big churches in town, let's just say the Methodist church and the Baptist church, right? And maybe yeah. like the bank. And there was a square. And maybe, you know, in the corner, there was like a little like soda jerk shop or something. Right? In the big square with a bunch of tables and stuff outside. And there was maybe like a bandstand. Um, and Saturday night there was dances and, you know, during political season, your politicians would go to the bandstand and they'd talk or, you know, but after church on Sunday at 10 o'clock, right, the morning service gets out, everybody, uh, you know, starts meeting and the guys who went to the Baptist church talk to the guys who went to the Methodist church and, you know, maybe Tommy who likes little Susie says, you know, gets her a soda at the malt shop and the boys flirt with the girls and the girls flirt with the boys under, you know, like adult supervision and grownups talk and kids run around and they just do, you know, community stuff, like normal family people stuff. There's an actual community. Right. But how do you do that if there's nowhere to do that? You know, I, I talked to Warren about um, uh, uh, Warren from uh, Baylock from the NJP about yeah. his last speech. Um, Amazing so, speech. It was, it was fantastic. Um, and, God, and I talked insane. about some of, some of those issues beforehand, and I was really proud of how well he did. I mean, it's all him. I, God, didn't, I didn't write man. any of it or anything like that. But but he and I share an interest in these kinds of issues. How are you going to organize people if there's nowhere where they can meet? Mm. 
how are you gonna like you know what i'm saying like yeah, now it's it, all through these it's all through these networks that are controlled by the enemy so anytime they want to snip the line if you're getting too much uh you're getting too much progress they can just snip the line you're cut off exactly right so like like i said like we're it, on a typical Saturday, as opposed to like you know going down down downtown to the shopping district and you know setting your setting handing out NGP oh, flyers at the, at the at the city square, right? Oh, where's everyone on a Saturday? They all drove to the mall, and if you go to the mall and start telling people what's actually happening to them and why they had to drive ninety minute ninety minutes to the mall, and this huge parking lot that's just just like sits empty ninety nine percent of the time. Right, this huge, just massive amounts of acres that is just yeah. paved. That's just ugly and hot. Like, is there a worse place to be in the world than like the middle of a parking lot in the middle of July? It's just it. it it's, it's like horrible. it's. I it's, mean, it's awful. I unironically, <laughs> I unironically think <laughs> concrete is satanic. <laughs> Probably <laughs> true. In July, you're, you're Dude, damn right. Yeah. My high school had like concrete, and it was like outside. All the schools in Florida are like outside, and I was like blinded. You couldn't yeah, see. Yeah, uh, and you oh. fry an egg, ah, right? The, you know, weird, like dude. there's there's no trees. There's no place. There's no sunny place. There's shady place to sit down, and you know, just sit, right? And and of course, right. we could have this if we were allowed to say, like, this is just ours, and no one else can come here, right? Exactly. The second you build someplace like that, everyone likes it. That's why Asheville, North Carolina is being destroyed by tens of thousands of people moving in. Why? Because it's a nice little southern white town. But but the reason why our shit Mm. is nice and their shit's fucked up because they're niggers and shit. Well, yeah, that's white people. And that's why. It's not because the air or the sea and all this dumb shit that the Jew says. You know what I mean? It's bullshit. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, never white people. Never blame. Sorry, uh, no, no, I was gonna say never attribute to socioeconomic struggle what can easily be attributed to niggers. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. No, that's true. That's one hundred percent true. Right. And, and see, the, here's the thing. Like, like again, you know, we, when we were first talking, like, the, the, you know, the midwits is like, oh, it's complex socioeconomic factors, and like, we you know, need the, racial based laws. <laughs> yeah. No, we do. We, we, we do. do. Like, mm. Listen, we had the same situation for hundreds of years, and it was under control. Right. Well, it's like this, right? Like, okay. So, like, um, if you're in eastern Oklahoma, right, you know about casino Indians, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, nobody, right? Oh, somebody like, oh, they're they're brave warriors and this. Brother, if you're in Oklahoma, you know about casino Indians. It's not regional, (laughs) brother. They're fucking everywhere. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. But but. Uh, yeah, point still stands know, though. Yeah, right. So, and then, and when someone's like someone from outside of that who doesn't know these people says, "Oh, well, they're okay," and this, and like, no, man, they drink, they molest their nieces. And Dude, they don't hey, that is a social norm. <laughs> hey, that's a social norm that is in all uh, Indio peoples, right? Uh, I think, I think so people, Mexican, uh, uh, no, incest? it is one hundred percent Mexicans. Incest, right? You're talking about yes. Uh, yeah, well, child right. specifically child <laughs> molestation. It is yeah, almost know that. like a, a quinceanera is basically where a 14-year-old girl gets raped by her uncle as a rite of passage. I mean, that's basically uh. what it is. And they have the same thing in Indian families. Like, almost every Indian young girl like, has, been fuck, has been fucked by a cousin or an uncle. 
or like a God skin. forbid, a Indian, right? And yes, a Redskin Indian and a Brownskin Mexican. All that is something. Right, yeah. Hey, all this, this is something else. It's also really prevalent in the black community. Like, uh, yeah. inner, uh, mm-hmm. inner family child molestation, incest. Like, uh, that's yeah. really, really prevalent. And it's not, um, it's weird because it'll be like in the black community, it'll be like, uh, you know, when they're like 15, 16 years old, they'll end up fucking their cousin. You know what I mean? Oh, and it's yeah. literally like 99% su- nope. It's of time. super fucking common, dude. Like yeah. frighteningly common that this happens. But with Mexicans, it's a little bit more brutal because it's like literally like that's unironically basically what a quinceañera is, is some fucking Saying she's on the market. Yeah. Yeah, she's 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 she's, she's ripe to get fucked tonight, guys. Yeah, bust they, they don't bust wow. the pinata, then bust then bust the pinata. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, Johnny, okay. no. <laughs> but, but but okay, so so Yo, right, like so, <laughs> and the candy comes out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> uh, I can't I can't top that one. I can't top uh, that. One. There like, we go. Okay, so so. But it, it's the lies, right? That you know, fundamentally, right? The midwit lies to himself, and nobody who grew up around uh, casino Indians or you know gas station Indians or you know whatever, right? Like it, it's only that experience of like, look at this idealized version of whatever it is on television that we're going to tell you. All oh, these people are like that, and then people who actually grew up around them go, "No, man, they're not like that." <laughs> you know they're not like that at all. <laughs> and, they're not all doctors uh, and lawyers. Yeah, it, uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and and so what we're not allowed to do because of the Fair Housing Act, because of Kilo, uh, because of um, not Kilo, uh, because of Shelley v. Kramer, we're not allowed to create our own space. It's literally illegal. Yeah, it yeah. is literally yep. like right now. I could design with a little bit of help from my friends, like we could build, um, call, call it, uh, Rockwellville somewhere <laughs> in Appalachia. Right. Yeah. Mm. A- and we could say just our people, you know, by our people, FUBU, right. For us, by us. Right. <laughs> we could, we could build a little Rockwellville <laughs> somewhere. Should, and and you know, there could be a big ass portrait of the commander. Like, like right in the, if we were allowed to build that inside three years, Hundreds of people, thousands of people would want to be moving there because it would be the nicest oh, yeah. place in America. It but would be the, the thing, nicest right? place is, in America. Is that like, like, wasn't the activism of like the Jew always to like cause trouble, get arrested, and play the victim? Maybe we need to turn around. Maybe we need to have people getting arrested because they just want to live in a white town. Uh, Maybe we hey, need to just fucking do it and force them to show their hand. You Speaking, know? that's the point of activism is to show them their hand, right? Speaking of that, uh, I don't want to do. I don't let. I want to let uh, Dark Enlightenment finish. But we have something to talk about right along those lines tonight that I want to. That it talks about. All right. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm basically. You know, I, I've done this. I've done the same stick all over the place. People can look for me on. Um, you know, I've done stuff on Americana. I've done stuff. I'm on, loving it. Right yeah. stuff, stuff, and um, so like just search search for my name on all that. But like, you know, what. Did we talk about how niggers are responsible for gas gas prices? I don't want to leave well, that no, out because it's fast. Okay, well, no, so here's here's why this is right. So because <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that, yeah. after 1948 we couldn't we had to run away, right? Because mm. that was the only choice most people had, right? So you grew up you know someplace rough, 
with not a lot of money, right? So your parents had to be close to some kind of job because they didn't have because they had no other options, and so you had to live around a bunch of animals, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. My, I, my mother and uh, a Negro woman like carpooled to work, and I thereby walked to, uh, grew up with, and walked to school with, and kind of basically lived with a whole clan of little Negroes. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. But because your because your family was poor, right? You had to choose. Of that of those three, like you know, access to a job, safety, or an affordable, right? Your mom needed access to a job. The only thing you could afford was someplace that wasn't safe. So most Americans, most white Americans, have chosen to flee to the suburbs. Yeah. And we've built this vast infrastructure where every city in America with any kind of non-white population has a ring of suburbs all around it where people just spread like, like, a like, like uh hot grease on a pan, right? And just boom, you dropped in a bunch of Negroes and everyone else scattered. Mm-hmm. And every city in America is like that. All of them. Yep. And so you, when, when people are driving, you know, Oh, well, let's just go for a Sunday drive. And you drive 10 miles out to the park or now out to the, you know, waterfall or whatever and then you come back home and you might drive a mile or two every day to work or whatever or you walk demand for gas is super low but what caused the first you know the first oil crisis in 1973 well we started running out of domestic stuff uh, outside of like uh offshore and alaska and they put you know the civil rights movement right had forced everyone else out and so there was this huge demand for gas and then the arabs put the screws on us because we're our support for israel in the war they're like nah man and so what do we have to do we had to change all the cars we drive people had a carpool there's all these huge problems these huge dislocation you know uh you know instead of driving american v8s we started having to drive little japanese things right body cars right you know all this stuff like like after the 73 oil crisis right all these people couldn't afford anything anymore so they forced everybody out in the 60s and 50s, 60s into the 70s, right? And then things were kind of stable after, uh, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. But then there was the housing crisis in 2008, right? Because Mexicans and blacks had forced everyone out further. And there was, the, you know, like the housing crisis, people were driving hundreds of miles every day, you know? Remember how, how, you know, the drive until you qualify thing for two in 2008, all the, the minority marriage meltdown, right? Like, so, so, you know, the second, right? Cause it's not just like, oh, the Jones family, the nice black doctor down the street, right? Nah, no, he doesn't, you know, he might be a doctor or whatever. He's, he's like, like a LPN nurse and he's like, oh, I'm a medical, you yeah, know, I'm that, a, in the medical that field, guy right? Largely does, like, seriously, that, that guy, that mythical right. creature largely does not exist. The amount of actual, like, black, actual doctors. Is right. astronomically small. Okay, but, but let's like, just say that you have a hypothetical. Nowadays, because nowadays they're just putting them through for just showing up. Right. You know, okay. Well, let's just up. say hypothetically, right? That one actually exists. But let's. Okay, fine. You live in a nice neighborhood. Nice black doctor moves in with his, you know, pretty Carrie Washington-looking wife, who's you know three, who's you know three quarters white, and they have their little beautiful kids who are going to go to your kid's local school, and they're smart and they work hard and they do their math and whatever. That's fine. Whatever. Th- that person doesn't actually exist, but let's just hypothetically entertain the idea. <laughs> okay. Theoretically speaking. 
But what what they don't tell you is that her cousin, her sister Shaquanda, and his cousin Pookie are constantly in and out of that house because they got money and I need help because I'm behind on my bills. And they show up and just live on the they just show up and live in on the couch for three months, four months, five months at a time. And cousin Pookie, he's like, hmm, your little Becky is sweet. Mm. And you're like, what in the, you know, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> right? And so you got to move because mm. you can't tell Dr. Jones, hey, man, your cousin Pookie needs to stop fucking looking at my daughter. Because then you're going to get cops called on you or you lose your job. Oh, well. Right, I mean, oh, oh well, right? We're at yeah, the point. Oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah oh, well. We're at the oh, well point, yeah. I'm I'm, uh, now right. I'm free. Tuber would rather die. <laughs> he said so. Yeah. He's not kidding. Nah, man. But, yeah, but, but, you know, I mean, but if, you know, a fascist is just a conservative who has the moral confidence to fight back. Right. Mm, true. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Well, so, exactly. okay. So, like, what, if you're just a normal dude and you don't know what we know, Right, and you think that like, oh, you're just being racist, and that's wrong. You just move, right? Yeah. Because wherever they go, they bring dysfunction. They might, they might be perfectly yeah. okay, right? But Bill Cosby was a freaking weirdo pervert, right? Right, <laughs> right? Bill right. Cosby, right? Like America's dad, right? So they're all like that. But yeah, hey, they, so hey, they, just, just are, real quick, sorry, Dark Enlightenment. So is America first nigger daddy, huh? It turns out he's a fucking pervert too. Did you hear about this? Yeah, America, America first, and fucking the Daily Stormers, nigger spiritual leaders, a fucking cocksucker. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's not, you know, you know, it's not always fun being right all the times, but sometimes it's really fucking fun being right all the time. Hey, I, hey, white tuber, white tuber, how long have I been talking? Mr. White Tuber, how long have I been trashing that nigger and telling people to stay the fuck away from him? How long have I been telling people that dude's a fucking demon? How about Jesse Lee Peterson? Yes. Yes. Oh, church church militant TV, a Catholic outlet. He's gay, bro. Just just ran a story. It is at the bottom of their page. Hank is gay. Write it down right now. Hank is gay. Write it down. I'll just say it. Fuck it. They're both gay. Yeah. They were cuddling. Yeah. Damn. I'm telling you, it's straight up. I knew he was gay. <laughs> Think about it. A black dude that age ain't getting no pussy. Ain't never talking. I've never in my life seen a black dude that age. Oh, hey. Always trying to cause trouble in people's relationships. Have you ever <laughs> noticed, yeah. like, when hey, people man. would call in? <laughs> yeah, he would, like, fucking cause all kinds of try to break people up and shit. Oh, shitting on yeah. people's moms. <laughs> telling white hey, men. Man. Telling white men oh, to forgive oh. their mother. Like, hey, look, we're not niggers. Our mothers didn't molest us, motherfucker. Right. We don't gotta forgive right. our mothers. Fuck you. You right. forgive your mother. <laughs> I, I tell my mother, thank you. Yeah. Right. You the fuck out of here. Forgive what your mother. What the fuck are you talking about? For you like, oh, you need to forgive your mother. He's a quail. Yeah, he looks like a quail yeah, and talks like a quail. He's a quail. <laughs> a nigga but, quail. Yeah, well, I, niggas is gay, right? Like, a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Why like, so gay. Bro, well, it doesn't okay. make sense. It, it's no way. He okay, would have a right. but see, they're they're all perverted, right? See, this is the thing, right? Mm. They're, 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 to the extent that they can be not animals, and I don't know what that is. They require, require, absolutely one hundred percent require adult supervision and total, like, massive punishment for transgressions of norms. Like, 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 
Bull Connor didn't go far enough, right? <laughs> so, anyway, amen. But, so, amen. In, in order amen. to get away from that, right? Whites moved and moved and moved and moved. And in 2008, right, everything blew up because gas got expensive in 2007. Remember, because of the Iraq war and all that shit, like gas gets expensive again. And all of a sudden, all these exurban, you know, the people who were driving 90 miles, 100 miles every day to, to get to and from work in California, in Texas, and all these places couldn't afford it anymore. And then things fell apart. Right. So what are we doing now? You know, 15 years later, it, it took a little bit longer last time. But right now we're looking at things falling apart. Like this social arrangement cannot continue. And the only way to solve it going forward is for us to say, this is ours. And you can't be here because, yeah, do I like having my yard and my nice home and the suburbs and all that? Yeah, I do. But if it was all our people, if if I theoretically lived in this hypothetical Rockwellville, right? I could live in a small house close to our neighbors, you know, like a side by side, like a like a duplex type thing. If if you knew everybody in your community was one of our people, would you care about being close neighbors with people? No, no, I mean, even even where I live now, since because I live out, you know, like I've, I've talked about this before the show, I live outside of the city now, and all my neighbors are white. And it's a, not a really nice neighborhood, you know what I mean? It's a poor white neighborhood that we live in, in a, in a, in a rural area. But uh, everybody's polite. Everybody goes along to get along. Nobody really fucks with one another. And let me tell you, dude, when I was growing up living around Negroes, dude, I saw all out like brawl fights to the damn near death over payphones. Yeah. Over payphones. Like when I was a kid, payphones yep. were still a thing and motherfuckers were poor. So everybody had to use the payphone. There were three payphones in this entire apartment complex and they were fucking war zones. <laughs> they were fucking war zones, dude. I have a theory. I have a theory. I have a theory. I, so far, I don't see how I, I, I ran. I ran through the thing. I think that Jesse Lee Peterson has a white fetish. Of course. Oh yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, I think that's all it is. Uh, well, okay. I mean, <laughs> I think not, not we to just defend. Got this nigger who just like shit. I love I want to. Why? Okay. Well, not not to defend <laughs> the guy. I'm just but, saying but, that could but, be. But, but I mean, but think about yeah. it, right? Like, I can't. Uh, I, I don't understand the guys who are into uh, Asians, but you know, yeah, like, right, right. It's the same thing. The guys are into Asians. Yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, but 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 think about it, right? Think about like what if if you are Mexican or an Asian dude or a Pajit or an Arab or whatever. If you're if you're non-white, and the entire global media exists to show you nineteen-year-old white girls. Right, right. Okay, yep. you want you want proof that there's a god? Yeah, nineteen year old white girls. Yeah, right. straight up, <laughs> delicious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, hey, white seriously, the, the from Aryan... nineteen to twenty five. That the, like you want proof that God exists? Like right, the there. Aryan woman right. is a divine fucking creature. It is a fucking sight to behold, man. There are some women that are so gorgeous they literally have. 
I'll never forget the first night I met. I still remember exactly what my wife was wearing the night I met her. I mean, absolutely. she was she yeah, was absolutely. radiant. The night right? I met and, her. And, okay, you know and, I mean? but 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 the Jews, right? Cuz they've abused these poor women like Hollywood, right? Like um men too, right? Like, you know, um you talked to our buddy Rolo, right? Uh ascent, uh yeah. Good for him. Uh, you know, he <laughs> also on Americaner.org. Um, uh, you know, his show, he's talked about this all the time. Like, like you know, they, they've gone after the dudes. So probably Brad Pitt's probably giving it up to uh, get some roles when he was younger. Um, 100% of males in Hollywood have sucked a dick. Or, or, or had, or had nope. their dick sucked by a homosexual. No, no. They have they engaged. asshole fucked. I'll say it. Well, I'm I, just no, no yeah, I'll, for sure. But I'm just saying the very least, down. at the very least, they have been filleted or filleted a Jew. At yeah, the oh, very least. Yeah, least. Yeah. I'm gonna say a little further. I disagree on that one. <laughs> you think ass pounding is the least? I disagree with you. Anyway, anyway. Push back on that one. Okay. Oh, don't, 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 don't you should push back into the sentence, <laughs> No. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, but fuck. like, okay. So, so when the media, right, sells you the image of like, <laughs> like little Becky, right? You just graduated from high school and she's 19 and she's perfect. Right? She's, she's literally proof that God exists. And you're a nigger. You, you're not even supposed to touch her, you know? Well, right. And, and. She's just walking down the street. Like what, what, when when you're, ch- I did some research some time ago, right? Do you realize that the average black gal who's eighteen is one hundred and eighty-five pounds? Oof, <laughs> that's a average. big fucking bitch. One hundred and eighty <laughs> yeah, pounds on gross, a woman dude. is gigantic, especially because they're short too. This is a fucking squat. <laughs> okay, so so you you've been told right that oh they love the chocolate and of course most most of them aren't interested but they're so perfect and you can't like and and your alternative right we're not talking about you know oh like pretty like Gabriel Union looking three quarters white girls that's the like the there's what you you know like uh what's the, what's the meme like you know. Like, mom, can we have really hot women and then like really hot women at home, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Like, my thing um, was with nigger women. Like, the thing, I mean, obviously, there's a million things, but the the big thing for me, what I don't ever understand, is how like white guys that end up fucking negro women, even ones that are like you know got a, a decent am- amount of white admixture, is their hair. Like, oh. I like to grab a handful of hair, you know what I mean? And I just could not imagine reaching up and grabbing that wiry, greasy fucking, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It freaks me out. It's like nightmare fuel. There, Fash. It's nightmare fuel. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I got to get going, gentlemen. But, but um, like, just to, to, to round this out, right? So we couldn't move away from these people. We couldn't do it. It's illegal. And, mm. and it's forced us away it's forced demand up. You know, if you didn't, if you could live close by to your job and you were safe, right? And you only drove 20 miles a week because you walked to work or you took a train that was safe, right? You know, remember when we had public transportation in this country and you could ride, you could ride the bus without like, or get on the subway without some homeless Negro like peeing in the corner of the subway car. Right. <laughs> right. Like why why doesn't Houston have public transportation? 
because no one can live there because because you can't right so until until we get to the point where we can say no this is ours you can't back that way stop it right until that happens nothing nothing can get solved and so like the five dollar gallon gas is it you know it's it's uh you know the secretary you know like native american secretary of interior who hates white people and hates like white dudes with good jobs so she you mm. know shuts down shuts down oil leases and you know the jews who started the war with ukraine started you know like cutting off you know driving up food and energy prices and i mean yeah but fundamentally right the reason america needs so much gas is not that like oh this is just a huge country we could have we could have like you know if you needed to get from like San Francisco to Chicago, we could have a train that went 300 miles an hour from Chicago to, but the second you build a nice train in America, you know, what happens? Right. Who, who goes, <laughs> right. Mm, yep. So until, right. And, you know, you don't need to tell, like you can go to any job site and be like, man, we're getting fucked. We're getting screwed. And everyone goes, yeah, absolutely. Right. But everyone, every mm. working class Everybody dude in America knows. knows he's getting screwed. Yeah. The difference is he doesn't know how. And yeah. see, what our job is here on what we do is to tell him how and to give him tools to understand why and how he's being screwed and maybe help him fight back and take his own side. And that's right. why I think absolutely. this show is so great and so important is because you are a working class dude who's fighting back, who is smart and tells like you know you can go to any job site and just repeat find you know fashcraft talking points and you'll i could have the entire crew eating out of my hand in, in an hour yeah so fashcraft's the real deal he doesn't care he'll just tell you straight up right well, and, and, and so that. so what you know the spatial arrangement of the way we live you know where you live and how you know affects how you live and you know having no communities having spending so much time in the car, not having safe public spaces, all of this stuff is because people who hate us have taken over those realms. And until we take those back, nothing's going to get fixed. Now, I know that there's a lot of problems and, and, you know, but I'm just telling people how it is so that they understand it. So when we get back in charge, there's going to be rules like, oh, no, this is this is how this works. You know, that on today's daily show, as Finn talked about like how he, his family had been driven out of be skilled New York because you know blacks moved in. Yeah. And and Ecuadorians. And and so like no, like how many how many people have how many white people have been ethnically cleansed from their homes? And that's millions? exactly what Pons. it is. Tens of millions, hundreds of millions? You know, it's at least tens of millions. Yeah. I can tell at you least. that. And, Nine, I, and and I think that it's vitally important that we understand it in terms of like certain things work and certain things don't, you know, to, to wind it back, like certain ways of living are with logos, living in a small town where everyone walks to church on Sundays and, you know, um, or living on a, a, a farmhouse works, living in a, a you know, a five story, like a, a Parisian style apartment that works driving 90 minutes every way, each way, to live in a small house where all you do is watch television that is not logos man no. we're not meant to live that way and so torture you know to be honest yeah you know and, and that's why are people crazy why are people fat why are people unhealthy you know it's like shooting all sprees 
Yeah, you know, a lot of that. And so <laughs> that. the way the way we live affects how we live. Or where we live affects how we live. And I, I, I want decent white people to have a chance to live decent lives again. Decent people should have decent things. Decent undecent people shouldn't have decent things. And if you're not a decent white person, I don't care what. Yeah, you, you figure it out for your people. Stop trying to steal what we built. Yeah, my empathy has run dry for all but my own people, 100%. My empathy has yeah. absolutely run dry for all but my own people. And that's right. bad because I'm an empathetic dude. Like, I don't like, you know, being mean. You feel sorry for animals. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, so I don't even like I'll zoos, give you a perfect Kevin Stitt. Kevin Stitt, the governor of Oklahoma, is the worst. Like, he's a worm, yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's the worst politician in America because he's the governor of freaking Oklahoma. Nowhere in Oklahoma voted for the That one county voted for the Democrats. Oh. And he released that cannibal Negro that killed that family. Yep. Oh, you know, he's released a bunch of dude. Yeah. It's a yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there was that one case like, like, like last year. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, he, he cooked her and fed the, fed the bitch to his family. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Like, okay. He should have. That I shouldn't person. say bitch. That was a white woman. I'm sorry. Yeah. He right, right, right. Well, but, 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 okay. He should have killed that guy the second he was in office. And the second thing yeah. he should have done, like, when when the Tulsa Negroes, rather than lying about the race riot, right, in Tulsa, which was the Tulsa race massacre, right, when they find those people and they hunt them down and they deal with them internally so that they're not my problem, they don't go after my kids, my family, my friends, my wife, then I'll care about them, but they never do because right. they're incapable of it. So you know what? Until you have internally amongst yourselves the the wherewithal to deal with the people in your community that do stuff like I don't know, freaking eat people. I don't want to hear it. Right. And, they have and, no moral ground to stand on. Right. Well, they 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 lack um the the self reflection or the ability to to say, oh, this is our fault. You know, or we deserve or this guy deserves it. Like, oh, he's his cousin, so so we we can't execute. No, no, no. You don't deserve to live around decent people, and you don't deserve decent things because you're not decent, because you're terrible, because you're animals, because frankly, yeah, you know, people you, you swine. People shouldn't got, have to be lethal killing machines just to exist in their fucking town because they have to fend off fucking feral niggers every fucking just to go get gas. You know what I mean? Like literally, right. that's where we're at. Now, to live in, in, in a city or even close to a city in the United States of America, you literally have to become a fucking killing machine, right? You have to be able to fight. You have to, if you're able to, you have to conceal carry because you never know when you're going to be attacked by some crackhead nigger trying to wash your windows at a stoplight. That's right. You, you know what gotta, I mean? You're right. You got to be jacked and you, you got to be strapped. You got to be able to fucking. And you go and how to yeah. fight. You have yeah, to be you able can't, to protect yourself and your family. You can't leave the house without a weapon. You can't. can't. No. Or be in the house without a weapon anywhere. For that matter, yeah. And then if you defend yourself, then it's a life prison sentence for you for defending yourself, white man. Oh, well. At least Fuck I'm alive. That. And that right. Take that. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be in the commissary yeah. chilling. <laughs> and, you know. Take yeah, that. Well, I, no, I they won't kill you in prison. I'd rather get by 12 carried by 6. I'll tell That's you that. it right there, Darth yeah, Lemon. And, yeah. hey, they won't kill you in prison. If you uh, go up for some shit like that, you'll be all right. Trust me. Yeah, for sure. Trust me. I'm the I've been killer. Yeah. Oh, good, man. You're going to be fucking all right. Political bomb. Oh, God. Dang. That's why people He's helping you out, Johnny. Johnny. Uh-oh. Did we get another? Bomb. 
He's got a question for you too. Oh, Thanks. political bomb. Thank political you bomb. very much. Am I uh okay, yeah. Um uh political bomb says, Do you think white people have an inherent caste system? Hunter, poet, warrior, etc. And capitalist and capitalism has disrupted this system to sev- to sev- sever that Oh, I'm sorry. Capitalism has disrupted that system so severely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to use phonics here, guys. Give me a minute. (laughs) I use phonics. (laughs) Give me a minute. Uh, And capitalism, let me start that whole fucking thing over again. Do you think white people have an inherent caste system, hunter, poet, warrior, et cetera? Yes, I do. And I'll get to that. I'll get back to that. Yes, 100%. And yeah, I have actually a really. Anyway. uh, And has capitalism disrupted this system? So severely that white people now live aimlessly in despair, feeling that they have no purpose. I'll in tell life. you. Yes. I'll tell you. I've said this elsewhere. Uh, and let me explain. So, let me explain. Okay, this. How much more uh, do we need to get you a weight badge? Uh, okay, so. uh, I don't know, uh, but I want to talk about this. Yes, I do believe that, and I believe that is a big reason why we have so much mental illness now. I think that's why people are so depressed and lost and atomized and fucking lonely yes, and, and, and mentally ill. Uh, Ted Kaczynski actually talked about this. He talked about it. He's uh, talking about fulfilling the power process. He was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Dark Enlightenment, but he was basically saying that back in the day when we were more tribal, when we lived in smaller groups, everybody had their role to fill. Kind of like what he's saying here. Hunter, poet. And and let me explain something. Go ahead. Yeah, take off. Okay. So Uncle, all he was doing, all Mussolini and Uncle were doing, is they were taking that natural... uh, cast process of the European Aryan man and applying it to post-industrial society. So like you couldn't say back in the day, right? Somebody who's logging, you know, cutting down trees, like he's working, right? He's contributing to community. Somebody mm-hmm. who's farming, somebody who's mining, right? Those are all, uh, you know, honorable professions. But like when you're in this industrial society, um, you know, you're, you're the guy making widgets, you know, and your job is to put this one rivet in all day long. Okay. So the natural law of I'm big on natural law. I love natural law. Yeah. The natural law of like everyone who does something productive gets a say in the community, you know, and some people have more and some people have less depending on, you know, whatever. But, 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 but the idea that no honest man be excluded if he's, if he's a, you know, contributing you know right exactly. uh that's just that's just third positionism man that's all it is it's just a return to nature yeah yep. anyway i gotta get i gotta get going gentlemen i gotta put some kids to bed but like thank you so much for having me i really enjoy your program um dude that means I, a lot I, man and i i uh, please keep up the good work you know all of y'all night nation i love your show man and thanks man i gotta get you to come on sometime too i gotta get your info from johnny you gotta make the rounds man uh, I, I've pretty much been with it, but uh, I appreciate everyone. Please, everyone, check out um, the third rail on TRS. That's my. That's uh, I'm. I'm privileged to be, you know, the rotating fourth chair there occasionally. And great guys, man. Uh, speaking of, yeah. not to cut you off real quick, man. I just got uh, cultured Grugs and Borzoi's letter, dude. Borzoi's letter to his unborn kid shook me, dude. It, you know, it was that's, so that's, that's fucking the most good, emotionally man. affecting. Thing oh wrote, my god! And I'll, I'll let man. him know he said that, but um, so good, you dude. know. Uh, the uh, feast of shame 
is the best political essay written since George Orwell wrote Politics in the English Language. It is a work of genius. I, I, I you know, I think Borza doesn't wow. get enough credit, man. That whole book is great. That whole book is wonderful. Yeah, but, really, uh, yeah. you know, and, and it, it just goes to show, like, like even with all the financial oppression and everything else, we have the best people, you know, 100%. Like, like, hey, look around and get a shot. Listen to that show a couple times. Fuck yeah, it is. So, all yeah. right. Anyway, gentlemen, hail victory. I appreciate y'all. Um, Thank you hey, very nice much sir. for coming on, brother. Have a yeah, great man. night, man. All right. So uh, real quick, that guys, uh, y'all want to keep rocking and rolling for a minute? Sure. Yeah, man. That yeah. Was night a, Nation. That was I, a good I'm not, Johnny, you're Hollywood, uh, bro. You're so Hollywood. He's Hollywood, <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. Uh, <laughs> Night Nation, I'm not stepping on your toes too much, am I, brother? Nah, nah you're good, man. You I, already sure? dropped the, I already dropped the uh, message in the Telegram, told everybody to come over here until you're done. So okay. we're all good. Nice. All right. Right on. Uh, so political bomb. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, help I wanted to. Bomb. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, much, help. brother. It's just, amazing. I greatly appreciate it. Johnny yeah, I do. Bench, we were talking about that. Bench, I'm bro. trying to get my fucking. I it need to get a weight man. It, it I know. Change your life, bro. A, live, a real deal will change your life. You know. I know because you know, I haven't been able to get to the gym the way I used to. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but it's the rest of your life. You own the bench. I know. I know. Something about man. Uh, but yeah, political bomb. I didn't want to cut uh de off, dark enlightenment off, because I knew he had to get out of here. But yeah, uh, I strongly believe that. I've actually written about that when uh. White Talk Daily was up. I wrote about this. Um, it's one of my core beliefs, actually, is that that is why we are so mentally deranged and broken is because we have lost our meaning, right? None of us have uh, a path anymore. None of us have... Well, we do, but we have been separated from it. Let me correct myself. We do have a path and a destiny. And that's but we've been, where the chaos is coming from. Yeah, but we've been separated from it, right? right. Jewish Jewish subversion has separated yeah. us from our destiny, right? Uh, 100%. And, and, you know, Kaczynski talked about this. He talked about people losing that piece of them and, and, and striving for, for that uh, to fulfill that role in the power process. So, yeah, 100%. Everybody does have a role to fill. Some people uh, have been blessed enough to, to be able to fill more than a role or at least act in more than one role. But absolutely, uh, everybody has a role to fill. And that role is a role that has been played uh, by your ancestors throughout history. We need to realize the uh, amount to which our genes determine who we are. Right. Uh, mm. And we need to embrace that. Right. Because the more we embrace that, the more we know where we come from, the more we understand our family's history, the more we can develop that. Right. You know, because if you come from a history of fucking, uh, you know, blacksmiths. Right. Blacksmithing is in your blood. Right. If, if for five, six, ten generations, your family had been black blacksmiths. Maybe you're not going to be so great at carpentry, right? Maybe you should be a blacksmith. And that's not a perfect analogy, but I think you guys will understand what I'm saying. Uh, a, Bro, good, a good example of what I'm that. talking about, everybody can go watch this. I've talked about this just the other day. Everybody can go watch the, uh, I think I actually talked about it on Ascending the Spectrum, though. Go watch the documentary, Three Identical Strangers. This documentary perfectly lays out uh, how important and how prevalent genes are and building the character, building who you become. Uh, the documentary is uh, go, it follows these three kids who are a part of a secret study, literally mm. a secret Jewish study. I'm going to actually pull this up real quick, and then we'll get on. We're going to have to do an episode or a TV day on that or whatever. You, you know, yeah, night and yeah, I will. Something, and he uh, deserves that. 
Um, so, well, yeah, I will. So basically, this was run by Jews. Well, I swear, uh, this this program was run by a Jewish foundation. It was actually, it was literally like the Jewish something foundation. I forget what it was called. It was run by two Jews, a man and a woman. And what they were doing was they were taking okay. twins. They were taking twins from uh, adoption agencies, and they were separating them at birth. And they took these three boys, and they gave one to a poor family, one to like a middle class family and one to a uh, a rich family, right? Um, and all of these kids came out exactly the fucking same, uh, yep. to the point where they like smoked the same kind of cigarettes. Their what? girl, listen, oh yeah, their girl, their oh, girlfriends, their girlfriends looked alike. They played like uh. the same. They played the same positions on foot in football, like wild shit. It will blow your mind. The, the the results of this study were so shocking to these Jews, they refused to release them. They will okay. not let you know because it shows how how important blood is. It shows mm-hmm. you how important your genes are. It blood shows you it shows you why these Jews want to disconnect you from that. Because they know blood yeah. is power. Your nature is why more they than want it's, to blood. Yeah, I mean it's, it's nature is more important than nurture, right? There's always been that debate right. in psychology. Right. 100%, and, psychology. and they know this. Yeah. And your nature is your genetics, really. So, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Thank you very much. I teach my kids, like, the dog breeds, right? You know, I tell them, like, you know, you can't teach, like, a chihuahua or something that you would teach, like, a German shepherd. You know what I mean? Like, there's a different, they're called subspecies. And for some reason, these so-called scientists think that humans are the only animal in the whole (laughs) world that does not have subspecies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, but just, that's like yeah, a yeah. religious view, you know, and if you're religious, then, you know, but that's another argument there. And then there's other justification. You know what I mean, though? It's just very ironic, right? A hundred fucking percent. A hundred percent. Look at uh, dogs. Well, do- all species of animal. Dogs are a very yeah, good example the because they're so diverse. Right. Yeah. Right. And, they're, and they're familiar. Yeah. Right. They're diverse and they're familiar. Right. right. You're, you're correct. A hundred percent. Like people say, oh, my chihuahua is annoying. That's basically saying like my nigger is annoying. Yeah, or, or mean, they'll say, or they'll, brain, or, or they'll say, or they'll say brain. shit like, "Why, why are all Chihuahuas like that? All Chihuahuas yeah. do this. All, <laughs> yeah. all English bulldogs, like all English bulldogs, have this disease. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, but not humans. You know, humans definitely can't be like that. Yeah, it's fucking absurd. It's absolutely absurd. White pill because like we have the truth. Imagine oh, we, being the Jew. White, yeah, uh, I would YouTuber. be stressed. If I was a Jew, I'd be like, oh my God. I wouldn't know what to do because I'm not a Jew. Yeah, at this point, it's got to be pretty clever, the trick. White tuber, I, I, have, I have the most white pilling mm-hmm. video I've probably seen in months that we're about to show nice, here in a minute. Finally, here. After, I'm after, trying after, out here, but I can use one. Oh, it's so good. very concerned. I'll give you that. But, but, I'll I mean, tell think you that about right how now, difficult Zuber. it would be. Like, like, okay, you're a Jew. You woke up. Like, we wake up. We look around. It's like, fuck. Jews have everything under control, but it's based on a lie. We have a hope, right? The right. Jews, like, they wake up and say, like, we have everything under control, but it's all based on lies. And the yeah. lies are being yeah. uncovered. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? It's the house we're of cards. It's, it's you know, the, it's the, warriors. the, yeah. it's <laughs> the perfect example of, of the house of cards. It's literally uh, a fucking house of cards. Yeah. Let me uh, let me knock these, these donos out real quick. Super Big Dog, thank you very much. He says, white enroll. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much, Bob. I appreciate it. Uh, Land of the Fake, Home of the Gay says, great show. Imagine how many people who don't understand our politics who will benefit from us practicing our politics. Amen. Uh, live it and breathe it. Thank you very much, brother. 
Uh, Falcon says, uh, damn it, I'm very sorry, Falcon. I am very sorry. Uh, I think he was, though, because I think I remember that episode, and I think I remember Dark Enlightenment being on there. Uh, if you are on Telegram, give me a shout, uh, DM me, and I'll see if I can find that episode, and I'll send it to you. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the, the donation. Um, Glenn 10, uh... With some library, he says, "Don't Latinos have a culture called Mahora, Mahora, how the f- Mahorar, how the fuck you say that? La Raza, where they try to marry white people to make their children look more right? Probably, Whoa, probably, man. probably. Yeah, <laughs> don't they I all have that? that. Yeah. Don't they all have yeah, that? Though? I feel like that's <laughs> a, yeah, I feel like that's a general." <laughs> General. I feel like that's a general non-white uh, strategy, <laughs> just yes. in general. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, brother. Alpha the Nemesis says, or Aleph, I'm sorry, Aleph the Nemesis says, old heads in my area growing up called blacks. I'm sorry, old heads in my area growing up called the black menace the creeping crud, <laughs> and it destroyed <laughs> the primarily white problem. suburb where my grandfather set roots after World War II. Now oh. it's encroaching on where they moved in 1993 to escape that shit. Precursor to all of that was busing programs that skipped over the right rich districts. Yep. Yep. Uh, what do they call when, this? When we take uh, over, we're going to sterilize these niggers. And fucking and blow up the fucking bus lines, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Get no rid more of fucking... buses, niggers. What are they as far as you can walk. That's Somebody, I think it was Mike. <laughs> Mike, as far as you're gonna go, Mike or or one of the guys from over there on, on TRS, they had a pretty uh, slick little saying that they call the 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 uh, like public transportation, like the Negro, like Negro injection system or some shit like that. It's a fucking pretty slick little thing. Listen, I can't remember. Public transportation is bad. It's terrible. I had to. Hey, I rode a bus when this I. Uh, when I went up to Denver, I rode a bus 18 hours on a Greyhound, and I rode the bus and public transit all over Denver, and it was fucking horrible. Absolutely horrible. You steadily have to check niggers and tell them to get the fuck away from you and all kinds of weird. It's just, it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. Oh, Denver's really bad. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, Pagan Bear, thank you very much, man. He says they are spreading them out of control. They are making sure they are in small communities. There is no place to go other than really far out in the outskirts. Yeah, that's it. Beefy says, what's up with the Monday night replay, buddy? Tonight and Monday show have been fantastic. Uh, Monday night's replay, I was asked by both sides of that if we could not release it. And out of respect for friends <laughs> I have. Out of respect for friends. Hey, <laughs> no, no, seriously. That's not yet. Gonna... No, the guys from 131 <laughs> and the guys from Patriot Front. And, and hey, and funny. me. That's funny as fuck. And, and me decided it was probably best that it didn't come out. Because here's the deal. All that's going to happen is that is 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 Jews and, and, and our enemies right. are going to clip it. Yeah. They're going to share just, it around. It's you know I mean? That's why so, I was laughing yeah. because it's, like, it's cute. It's, it's nice to see yeah. everyone come together and agree. Yeah, so. Yeah. It got thrown away, chat. Just get over it. You know? That's good, man. That's good, man. Because we don't need this shit, man. We don't need this shit. He just you know threw I mean? it away. That's pretty you know, cool news, Johnny. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> really, yeah. is. I like that. I just threw yeah. it away. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You, you have editorial integrity, Johnny. I mean, you're allowed to make uh, these is. decisions, That's man. That's That's editorial yeah. integrity. Hey, tell, us, uh, tell us I'm back. I'm alive. Oh, oh shit. Uh, I'm alive. Thank you very much, Beefy. 
Are you good now, Bubba? I'm good, man. I fucking puked. It was bad. Oh, no. Oh, I, I, yeah. I bet he smashed. He had smashed. I get, no, I'm not, I'm not even smashed. No, once in a while, like once about every like about three, four, five times a year, I, I have bad concussion history. Ever since I'm a little kid, I get like headaches to where it's like it won't go away until I puke. My girl was here. She was all mad at me, whatever was hanging out with her, puked. Then she was ready to go, jump back on. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck you, shit. Uh, you need some vitamins or some shit, you know? Super big dog. Uh, thank you very much. He says, oh, shit, with my champion, Low Jack Cheddar. Hell, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, super big dog says, Guaco Taco Night Niggeria. <laughs> thank you very much. Niggeria was a fan. <laughs> it was a smash hit. A I hit? think it's got like. Two or three thousand views on my Telegram alone, bro. Whoa, are you serious? Uh, uh, yo, send me that. I'm gonna see that. That's I'll nuts, tell bro. you exactly. Oh, how, I'll tell you exactly how much it's got right now. Uh, let's see. How many did Niggeria? Yeah, I, ta- I tossed it up. On honestly, but I hope people will share it. Niggeria has two. Niggeria th- has two thousand five hundred and thirty-one views. God right damn, now. son! Yeah, Holy on shit! On my on what my is- Telegram channel. Whoa, yeah. that bitch got shared. Yeah. You know it made some world truth. Video. It was did it? I'm proud, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. It's, nice. You a you deserve it. That was fucking hilarious. I've showed it to everybody at work. I've showed it everywhere, dude. Oh no, I fucking love. It. Fuck yeah, I showed it. How could I not? How could I not show that at work? Dude? It's impossible that I can't show that at work. Uh, Nurax, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Nurax didn't want to say anything, but I appreciate the donation. Uh, black pilled heathen says, "Get a burlap Uncle Ted mask. That would be kind of fire to put on one of those old burlap like fucking Lynch." Uh, we should Lynch, all get Lynch burlap masks, cut holes like our That'd wives be fucking cut holes nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So, uh, like I was saying before the break, I do have a very, very white pilling video to watch, and we are going to pull it up right now. Let me get it uh, pulled up, and then I will go to the shit, and we will do the shit. Uh, I wanted to go. say quick about the the Monday show that um, I'm kind of happy with the result of that, that everybody sort of came together around like, you know, hey, this is a bad look. Right. And like, you know, so so I think maybe that's going to encourage some uh, some yeah. better things in the future choice wise from Tequila. everybody. And I'm You're happy right. with that. That's great. We're such another level than these faggots. These faggots have beef and they go on and they attack each other's wives and they do all this shit, you know, they have all these dramas, and we just, like, squash it. Yeah, we got to be better than Video's that. Video's deleted, yeah. Yeah. and it's, it's just, it's just. Yeah, it's gone. You know, it you call us names, yeah. you know, and it's, it's disgusting, and it's beautiful. Yeah, you know? yeah and yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I'm happy with, with having brought it up, too, and everything, like having raised it. Right. You know, I don't think that was an error, because I think in the long term, people are going to start to realize that there's accountability. Well, it was and, raised. And we it, don't want those things aired out. So, And that's what people got to realize. Yeah. It wasn't that we necessarily raised it. We just addressed it, because it was there. Yep. All of that was stuff there, was yeah. already out there. The 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 share, the, the post from the PF side was out there. The post from the 131 side, it was all out there. So we just addressed yep. it, and... and you know, it was what it was. My only hope is I just, I just, I hope we can, that those guys, I don't want to say we, I don't really have much to do with it. I hope they can find an amicable solution. We need both of them. Uh, and right. I, I, I wish you don't them gotta both. like I wish, each other. You don't. You, you don't, man. You don't. I work with motherfuckers I can't stand all the fucking time. You know? 
Yeah, it has nothing to do with time. it, man. Protocols, yeah. obligations, there's, rules and regulations, and ways to behave and ways not to behave. I can't stand. Hey, there's a building. There's a building to be built, and so <laughs> and, and almost every time, framers are faggots. Because right. and they're Mexican, right? I hate them, but hey, you know what I mean. So you know what I mean. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you gotta, you know, just work in the same direction, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and, uh, stay, in your lane. and like stay I said, in your lane. We need both of those guys, and I wish both uh, organizations uh, growth and and prosperity, man. Hundred uh, percent. So yeah. Uh, but speaking of those organizations, that's actually a pretty good segue. I fucking lost it again. That Jeez. nation played an awesome video on his last thing of Patriot Front. The guy he recorded his own shit. Like he snuck in a camera into like. Oh yeah, you already—that's what I was about to play. Yeah, so everybody's already seen. Oh, okay. yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, yeah. Was like, I, I was like, wow. He was like, good find, guy. He's fucking guy with the find, you know? Yeah. Like, he yeah. Too. I was like, fuck, here I am. Well, you know, it was asshole. on Telegram. Yeah. Uh, uh, I bro, I need to get on Telegram. I need to. I don't know. I don't know what. How, how do you Telegram? I mean, you're on Telegram, Negro. What are you talking about? I was going to say, what? But, like, how do you Telegram, though? I don't know like, how, what I'm supposed to do here. Like, click on, like, what? You go to the Western like, I just Union, don't know right? how to, <laughs> Where are you guys, like, finding this shit? Like, I had one channel. It was called Rednecks, and they got rid of it. And that was it. What? You don't know how to use Telegram, too, Is that what, is that what I'm like, hearing? What do you do? It's just, like, a mess. There's thousands of groups and messages. It's like a fucking giant. All right, I'll play a chain reaction. You got to go, man, and you got to find the folders, the tab, and you got to make folders for your shit so you keep it all organized like a good white yeah. man. Mm -hmm. uh, How about these nerds just make it like normal? <laughs> Shout out to all my white framers that actually take pride in their work. I don't hate y'all. I was just you, you guys just happen to be the brunt of the example, guys. I, unfortunately, in Oklahoma, all the framers are Mexican, 100% of them. Uh, so. The tuber, tubers, tubers. Telegram look looks like a fucking Mexican electrician put it together. Yeah, yeah, it's just like wires <laughs> everywhere, fucking it's breaking. Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's just a mess. I just narrowed it down to DMs because I was missing too many DMs. You know. All right, so here we go. I'm gonna play this. Some people in the chat wanted to see the video, so I'm gonna go ahead and play it. So here we go. Yeah, the GDL voice chat. I heard they have a good one there. I want to go on the. Oh, like, yeah. How do I like? What do I do? It's so confusing the whole time. So many shit. I have no idea. You just go. Uh, you just go and follow like channels. You just go and follow channels, and they're like little chats, just like your White Talk Live chat room. There's. I a, did, but then there's a million over. of those. Yes, they take yeah. over your feed, and everything gets right. buried, and it's impossible to find anything. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. No, one hundred percent. I've just made folders, and yeah, it's a, it can be a pain in the ass, but once you get it figured out, it works. Huh? All right, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. I'm now from Fox, where we're always keeping hate under the guise of patriotism. Hate. Patriot Front now facing charges. Hail particular Patriot particular Front. Hail Patriot Front. Hail happening. It looked like a little army. Everyone men with suspected ties. It was a little army, faggot. It was a little army, bitch. No, we went through it not anymore, motherfucker. Also keep in mind being in the center of a, of a park, an event like this 
with weak-willed opposition that will be heckling at most. There's not going to be any opportunity for getting testy with uh, physical responses. So mind your P's and Q's. Purely defensive. Remember guys, most importantly, remain calm at all times. Stay collected. Reminders, keep your mouth shut. Alright, we make more of an impactful response by our discipline and silence than by epithets. As Tom said, he's got plenty of vitriol for us all. We're good to go. What's the situation? Stay pulled over, over. Stay still. Stay calm, over. Hey yo. Come on the ground, one by one. On the ground. You, right there. I mean, how ashamed would you be to be one of these fat fucker? Look at this fat fucker right here. Look at this fat piece of shit right here. That goddamn fucking jumpsuit he's wearing is gonna bust a fucking part. He's gonna, he's gonna fucking, he's gonna shoot a fucking Patriot front member in the eye with a fucking button. This fat sack of shit. You fucking pathetic motherfucker. Hey, boys, I'm gonna damn. go theory for my show, but you're all welcome to come on if you want. All right, yeah, hey, we'll watch this and we'll and we'll get on out of here, brother. I'll I'll send them over sure. after we're done with this, Boba. Thank you very much for coming on, man, and thank you for uh, thank you for parlaying for me a little bit. I appreciate it, dude. Of course, of course. We'll see you, Boba. Later. Right, yeah, uh -huh. but imagine being one of these fucking faggots, dude, and, and and pulling a bunch of young white men out of there and putting them face down on the ground. As literal nigger trannies are grooming children yards away from you. Yeah. Beautiful, disgusting fucking behavior on the part of these, these fucking pigs. Unbelievable. Yeah. I hope God. all their wives. I hope all their fucking wives divorce them. Motherfuckers. Hundred yeah. percent. Fucking spineless faggots. Last one right there on the ground. Also, I just want to highlight how fucking collected our boys are. They're some yeah. come out yeah. yeah, they're collected, they're organized, and I don't know how much experience people have with organizing groups of men to, to move fluidly and uh, uniformly like this, but it's not an easy thing to do. That takes a lot of discipline. Uh, it's, it's really impressive. Absolutely. Yeah, look, look. This is literally what's happening while they're putting fucking Patriot Front in cuffs. This is what's yep. going on. A male nigger dressed like a woman is molesting a white child. I mean, if we're being honest, he's molesting a white child right now. That's correct. Hey, Hey, we're doing good, dude. Fucking kill yourself, fucking faggot. Literal child molestation. Look at that. This fucking dick hanging out in front of these children. Look at that girl. Look how frightened that girl is. Did you see how frightened they were? Horrible, man. Look at this. Authorized child abuse. 
Look how frightened that little girl is right there. Look at how terrified that poor little girl is right there. And these these ones back here even freak out when they see what's going on. Watch. You know what, Johnny? I All of them. What's up, bro? I'm starting to think there's no way this, this can be real. I'm starting to think they're doing this because they're hoping for some kind of reaction in order to initiate a crackdown. Well, they better be careful what the fuck they wish for, dude. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> man, I mean, there are some things that are just a bridge too far, dude. Right. There are some things that are a motherfucking bridge too far, dude. And literally having fucking linebacker niggers shaking their dick in the faces of little white girls, prepubescent white girls, is like, that's literally an act of war. Someone's going to shoot these things Absolutely. up. And then it's literally an act of war. And I think that's what they're trying to do. No. Well, that's what that is. There's no yeah. mistake, John. Thank you. Any weapons on you? No. Uh, I'm gonna pat you down, right? Sure. Just come on right over here. The only thing you should tell is name, date of birth, you're an activist, you want to peaceably assemble. The only thing you tell them. Everyone, everyone in this group is trespassed from city property. So you're going to jail for conspiracy to commit a uh, riot. Bond out today and decide to come back down, and you go back to jail for trespassing. You cannot step foot on city property. Like, what does that even mean? It's just a bunch is, of bullshit. Isn't, isn't city property public property? Am I am I stupid? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm that doesn't hurt my feelings. Am I am I being uh, am I being obtuse <laughs> right now? It's no, I don't. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I've never heard of any bullshit like this before, where you could like. Like keep people. Well, I mean, if you get sentenced, I, I've heard of people getting like kept out of a city limit. You're not allowed in the city, but is that? Yeah, but that's due to property? an infraction, right? Yeah, this fucking Correct? That's due to an infraction about. when someone is like banished from a city for lack for lack of a better legal term. Yeah, you get that's sentence, due yeah. to an infraction, right? They've never yeah. been there before. Right. So how the fuck are you going to tell citizens of the United States they're trespassing on? City property. They weren't in like a building. They were in a but fucking we, street. You know they were. You they were the literally driving on the street. Oh, this whole video is white pilling. This whole well, fucking I'm thing. Saying, like, the biggest part is like they're treating it like stripes. And like that's what? How treat it. You know what? I mean, yeah. They're treating it like what? And I mean, like, like fucking stripes they earned. In the videos. I oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like an accolade. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right. Gotcha. And they're going around telling the story like how glorious it was, what they went through. It's like some Jesus type stuff. You know, and it's working out great. So Jews overreached. Yeah, the and the reaction yeah. to this, you'll see it too in the reaction to this, because people love them. People absolutely love them. Gotta right, keep it go. up. Uh, Inigo says, "Holy fuck!" That sign to the left of where all those PF guys are handcuffed was a Freemason sign. Damn, did they get pulled over outside of a lodge? I didn't even notice that. Out of a lodge? Like, what kind of lodge? He said it was a Freemason sign. Let's go back and see. Get the fuck out of here. You commit a riot. You bond out today and decide to come back down, you go back to jail for trespassing. You cannot step foot on city property. Oh, okay. I see what they were saying. I misunderstood it. But where's this sign that he was talking about? I didn't see it. Anyhow. Has to do with maybe the reason they were picked up, like, uh, incited a riot or a conspiracy to riot. 
Well, and here's my deal. Like, I don't know. It's just all fucking. Some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. These soft pots are not believable. I recommend it. Turn it around to your custom. It's a heavy echo on tuber there, John. You hear that? You can't look at it. Hello, and welcome to the entrance to what I can presume is county jail. This is so fucking cool to watch. Yeah, this is so cool to watch. Look at this guy's attitude. Thirty-one men bailed out same day. In such a short time that the machine has broke. Or all in the same day, I guess I should say. Obviously, wasn't the same day they got arrested. But you guys know what I mean. The initial reporting, they like CNN and stuff. They said there was a helicopter falling overhead the whole time. They said there was an FBI. Yeah, there was an FBI guy in the back. The the informant was an old man with a wiener dog. Oh, I'm getting in here. Oh, yes. We're doing it again. Oh, it feels great to be out. Yeah. Free men. <laughs> yeah, see? Look at that brother. Uh, yeah, one of these fucking guys, one of these guys posted these. This just made it stronger. Yes, 100%. That just fucking, that just quadrupled these men's resolve. What were you saying? I know. Uh, that's the beautiful part. You, the one guy jumps out of the... Police station and post physique, pulls his shirt off, bro. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's all fucking jacked. Yeah. No, um, almost all of these dudes are fucking in great shape, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, they took I mean, we can get this. There's no evidence. There's no this. evidence. So um, we can, this was just a charge to get us out of town. Yes. They, they, they can't right. prove anything. Which they could have done yeah. more easily, to be yeah. fair. just asked us. Right. <laughs> because, because now we have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same guys. Uh, any goy, I'm watching this on Telegram. As soon as this is over, I'll check it, brother. Arrested yesterday, and 31 paid for today. Look at that. How fucking badass would that be, dude? Huh? All your bro, all your bros, just out there, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the shot that what they were saying was bullshit too, right? There it is, right there. Brotherhood, gentlemen. Brotherhood. Taste. Beautiful. Yeah, a, a, a large room with ten cells. Cell block. Extremely a cell block. Extremely inspirational. Our cells exclusive. They didn't even give us shoes because the maybe they didn't have enough. We were barefoot, but still in uniform, in cells. Side to side to side to side. We could hear each other, and we were communicating through the cracks in the walls, waiting hours and hours, I believe. It could have been 12 hours they took from first putting us in those cells to finally beginning the booking that's the way, process. That's the way thousands goes, and thousands hours, of dollars worth of camera equipment, digital devices, personal items, even money was taken and held by the city police without any recourse for now. Even medication that some individuals needed for their health was held and upon request that such items be made available, the detectives said that one could call an ambulance. 
and stop talking to them. Yep. All right. So we are back in Coeur d'Alene. We were very rudely interrupted from our previous attempts at a demonstration. Fucking amazing fucking moves. Yes. Go back. Can I buy you amazing. guys a beer anywhere you want? Buy them young men a fucking beer. Buy those fucking young men a beer. They probably turn it down, they probably don't drink. <laughs> right now we don't drink. I know a lot of those guys like, don't do anything. They're like teetotalers. A lot of them. Have a good day. We view these obscene acts as a gruesome attempt to turn American communities into a deranged well, yeah, whorehouse hey, for crazed perverts. Are you a white start. supremacist group? Wait. No, we do not believe any race is inherently superior to any other, but we do believe that Americans are descendant from the European colonists and pioneers, and we do have a unique culture. We Obviously, you can't find any, any legitimate source. Everyone says right. the same thing. The ADA, Yale said blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, we're proving that we're not riotous here, yeah. right? Yeah. We brought these. Okay, there you go. Guys, I'll see you soon. Hey, see you later. I recognize some of you guys. Uh oh. Sure you do. But I just want to know if you are who they said you are. Amazing. Absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah, huge fucking shout out. Hail to the guys at Patriot Front. God bless you, gentlemen. Uh, our prayers are with you all uh, for any any struggles you may come may come ahead. And just know you got plenty of guys that got your back. You guys already know that, man. Uh, another thing, another white pill that come from this whole deal. Here's an article. Uh, inundated with threats during Pride Month, LGBTQ plus rights activists and allies have been forced to cancel events and involved local law enforcement authorities after groups of white nationalists were arrested outside of the Pride event in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, California State Senator Scott Weiner, uh, blah, 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 uh, was alerted by a staff member to return to his home before calling police. Warner had joked on Twitter about making Drag Queen 101 a part of the K-12 curriculum in response to a tweet last week by a Texas State House representative announcing that a bill, announcing a bill, excuse me, to seek a ban on drag shows in the presence of minors it had received an email saying there was a bomb at his house. So what they're saying there is that uh, this Jew, Scott Weiner, a California state senator, was talking about putting a drag queen uh, curriculum in K-12 schools so somebody threatened him with a bomb for doing that. Uh, they're also saying that in response to... Uh, Patriot Front and other people protesting these drag events are shutting them down all over the place. So this is what it's about, guys. Being a wrench in the gears of the system and forcing these motherfuckers back into their fucking holes. Stop worrying about your comfort. Forcing these motherfuckers back into their fucking right. holes where they belong, dude. Yeah, if, you're, if you're comfortable, you're not working. Trump, echo. Oh. Sorry, yeah, here I can I can kill that echo now. Sorry guys. Uh we will do it right here. Okay, we should be good now. Uh let me see. Uh any guys sent the 
Oh, damn. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, here, I'll pull that up real quick. Uh. Yeah, if you're comfortable, you're not working, you know, and you can see in those videos how much you can rely on your brothers. You know, it's it's important to be selfless when you're dealing with your brothers, and um, there's like a such a power in collectivity. Um, when white males get together, so much can get done. Um, you know, you see it there, and if we're getting the type of results across the country with this drag queen faggot shit, then, you know, that's another testament to that. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, man, and it's time to make fucking make faggots afraid again. I'm sorry. I know that sounds all fucking edgy and all that shit, but it does, man. They need to be uncomfortable. Is, some people are going to have need, to go to fucking jail. They need to Absolutely. know that if you're going to start fucking publicly molesting children in parks, we're going to start publicly showing up and stopping that shit. Absolutely. At minimum. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's in enough. Fucking closet. Isn't yeah. this the line, boys? This is the gotta be. line. It's got this is the line. This is it's the line. line. It has to be. It has You know, I mean, everybody yeah. can can do all their 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 fucking hooing and hawing and and you know, uh, you know, uh, subversive thinking and, and gymnastic and all the, all the things we all say bullshit, uh, when when it comes when it comes to nah. race. It, it, but when it comes to children, when it comes to hurting children, like. There's no ambiguity there. I mean, it, we all know there's no ambiguity to race, too. But I'm just saying, to the normie, to the average person, like, this is it. Well, like, there's no ambiguity when you We're hurt the children. five fucking seconds away from them fucking kids. Yeah, if you're, if you're willing to we're th What do you mean? We're there. We're like, that's it. This is th That's what's next. I'm not going to have that fight. We're not going to have that debate. It's, we deal with this shit now. Yep. You know what I mean? We deal with this shit now here. Enough's enough. Yeah. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And um, you know, we're well positioned to be able to do those things. So it's yeah, it's don't don't be comfortable. Don't allow yourself to be comfortable while these things are going on. Um, don't allow people to speak well of it in your presence. Um, take whatever risks are necessary. Don't, you know, whatever your material situation is it's it, it it can it can wait you yeah. can start working on it later you know yeah and with that said guys we're gonna get on out of here man we're gonna pass it over to night nation man he's he it's time for him to go on and we've uh, we've hogged up enough of the airways man thank you all very very much for being here awesome thank you show. all very 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 much for your generosity man it's been overwhelming and i really appreciate it um before we go though mr white tuber do you got anything you want to say on the way out of here um, nah, I'm going to try to come back tomorrow with a little Saturday White Live. Everyone wants to check that out. It's going to be a fun little show. And boys, if you can hop, if you want to hop through, you're always welcome. Love to have you on, you know, the backup there. Yeah. And, uh, uh try to get her did. Yeah, my, we have our, uh, June, yeah, I have some things going on with June my 18th. local guy. Yeah, we got our local guys doing a thing <laughs> together. But if I'm home and ready after that, I'll definitely jump on. My retarded ass, did you see my stupid ass thought today was Thursday? I got in the war room chat and was like, hey, bro, I'll jump on tonight if I got time. Yeah, I, know. I, was, I was like, fuck, it's Friday, bro. I got my show tonight. I'm retarded. I'm fucking yeah. stupid. Man. Wow, like Saturday, I know. It's like uh, yeah, hopefully I can make it on, though. Uh, Brother Akila, you got anything you want to say on the way out here? Um, join your local active club. Um, shout out to my boy James A. He's doing some nice work these days, shaking things up. So that's great. Check out his Telegram channel. Um, 
But uh, aside from that, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, my uh, anatomy didn't hold up too well tonight. Um, I know it sounds like I'm making up a story, but on the 14 words, I've got a headache and puked. So uh, that sucks. Uh, but I'm glad you guys did the show with Dark Enlightenment. That's so awesome. I can't wait to listen to it. Uh, so hopefully crazy I get guys to make that up. Yeah, how long did he end up staying for? Uh, over two hours. Well over oh, two sick. hours. Yeah, two hours, sick. 20 minutes, two hours, 30 minutes, something like that. Speaking of, there's his uh, telegram in the chat, guys. Go give him a follow, please. He's a really, really yeah, sharp dude. Like a really sharp dude. Uh, as good as it gets. You know, there's a few guys that I, I really like hold in high esteem. Uh, the sort of Warren B-logs and the Verbos and the, uh, you know, the uh, Dark Enlightenment's in that category of just awesome guys, you know, coach and those kind of dudes. Uh, yeah, so excellent, man. It's super 100%. cool to have him on. Yeah, and uh, thanks again, John, for putting on a great show. Uh, I think the chat must have loved that while I was gone. So, um, yeah, that's it, man. I'll see you guys. If I don't get on tomorrow with, with YouTuber, I'd love to be able to come on Saturday White Live. I've, I haven't been on there yet. Uh, and if I can't make it, well, I'll see everybody on, uh, on Monday the 14th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Johnny, good job, man. Good Thank job. you very much, brother. Thank you good very job. much. Isn't he good? He's uh, good at it, eh, Tuber? He's, he's the just best. doing a good job. You know? he's man is a natural. Job. We need to get Dark and Lightman talking about the, the radio show, Johnny, uh, at fucking rush hour in Tulsa. That needs to happen. That needs to happen. We're going to buy a start, pi start pirating, yeah. Start taking Pirate over radio. The They're going to find us. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cheddar Monkey, yeah. Uh, in my humble opinion, um, he's our best speaker. I, I don't think we have anyone better than, than... And that's not to diminish any other of the guys, but... There's just something every time they have one, Warren's Warren's speech seems to speak to me more than any of the other ones, and that's not a, a that's not a shot at those other guys. I love their speeches as well. It's just Warren to me has that that extra little fucking something. I don't know. I mean, it's just me, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, he's got the presidents, man. Warren has a really great presence, yeah, and really uh, is, you know, man. he's the kind of guy you can see winning elections and things like that. So yeah. And on my way out, guys, I'm going to say this, man. A quote from the King James Bible. This is Luke 17, 2. And it were better for him that a millstone were hung around his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. And as always, family, take care of yourselves and take care of one another. One people, one struggle. God bless y'all, family. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. They'll look high and they'll look low, they'll look everywhere. Keep your rifle by your side Singing Oh Lord, this earth was made for us Singing Oh Lord, this sinful life just ain't enough So we'll take a stand Cause we must protect our land Keep your rifle by your side 
Come day and they'll come night They'll have our children in their sights But if they don't have faith Their eyes are blind They can scream and they can shout But they can never 